You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Burbridge Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com. is a Fox News alert. President Biden takes a trip to Ukraine. I'm Dave Anthony. Remind us that freedom is priceless. It's worth fighting for for as long as it takes. Standing next to President Volodymyr Zelensky in Kyiv, days before the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion. You and all Ukrainians, Mr. President, remind the world every single day what the meaning of the word courage is. And he detailed more American aid to come. The president was supposed to go to Poland today to... So to Fox's Peter Ducey, who's already in Warsaw, it was a huge surprise. President Biden wasn't scheduled to fly out of Washington, D.C. until the 6 p.m. hour tonight. Instead, uh, they very quietly gathered a press pool and they left yesterday. The president will still go to Poland to meet with allies about Ukraine and make a speech tomorrow. Russian leader Vladimir Putin working on a new offensive to take parts of eastern Ukraine will also make a speech tomorrow. And he may getting new help from one of his allies, China. We have information that gives us concern that they are considering providing lethal support to Russia in uh, in the war against Ukraine. Secretary of State Antony Blinken tells ABC's This Week he told his Chinese counterpart in a meeting in Munich over the weekend arming Russia would be a serious problem. And Blinken told China's foreign minister its use of a spy balloon over the U.S. shot down two weeks ago was unacceptable, must never happen again. North Korea has test-launched two more missiles today into the sea, angry over new U.S. and South Korean military drills. In Ohio, the head of the railroad that had a freight train derailment spewing toxic chemicals and smoke says he's terribly sorry. Over the weekend, Norfolk's Southern CEO returned here to meet local officials. His railway has been handing out $1,000 checks, but only to people here in East Palestine zip code only. Others in the surrounding area, like the town of Negley, just south of here, say they are being forgotten. That's Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. Some people don't believe air and water is safe. America's listening to Fox News. (laughs) My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. They do not care if the value of your retirement is sacrificed. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Again, our top Fox News story, President Biden has gone to Ukraine in a surprise visit to show American support before a trip to Poland to meet with our allies. His visit to Kiev on President's Day, which is a federal holiday here in the U.S. And our 39th Commander-in-Chief, Jimmy Carter, is preparing for his final days. The 98-year-old is the oldest ex-president ever and has lived longer out of office than any other president, 42 years 
He's opting for hospice care at his home in Georgia. The family asking the public for privacy, but also thanking the public for the outpouring of support and concern. Carter's grandson, Jason, a former Georgia state senator, tweeted Saturday, I saw both of my grandparents yesterday. They are at peace, and as always, their home is full of love. President Biden tweeted to Jimmy and Rosalind Carter, we admire you for the strength and humility you have shown in difficult times. May you continue your journey with grace and dignity and God grant you peace. This Fox's Jonathan Sari, actor and comedian Richard Belzer has died. Belzer died in France while suffering from several health issues. His career, mainly on the stand-up circuit and on TV, spanned more than four decades. Most knew him as Detective John Munch in the Law and Order franchise, but he originated the role in another hit series, Homicide, Life on the Streets and reprised it in other acclaimed shows, such as Arrested Development and The Wire. Belzer experienced tragedy in his life, losing both his father and brother to suicides. He survived about with cancer in 1983. Richard Belzer was 78. Gernal Scott. Fox News. On Wall Street, no trading today because of the holiday. The NASCAR season has started with its most famous race, the Daytona 500. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., the winner. Team Giannis beat Team LeBron in the NBA All-Star Game, 184 to 175. Jason Tatum scored an All-Star record, 55 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. The 15th annual Family Adventure Day benefiting the Healing House is happening on Saturday, March 18th. This unique event provides families the perfect venue to spend the day together, creating lifelong memories with over 35 different adventures that you can participate in. Cost is $120 for a family of four. You can register at healing-house.org. Hit the road with Hospice of Acadiana's 5K Memorial Run and One Mile Walk on March 25th at 8 a.m. at 2600. Johnston Street. $25 registration fee for the one mile walk and $30 registration fee for the 5K Memorial Run. Register by March 18th to be guaranteed a t-shirt. For more information, you can call Sarah Mary at 337-232-1234. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. Patty in the Park, 2023, Friday, March 17th. Park International, downtown Lafayette, presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Gates open at 5.30, music starts at 6, with Jamie Bajron and the Kicking Cajuns, Rouge Crew, DJ Digital. And then it's time to stand up and get crunk with the Yin Yang Twins. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago. Tickets on sale now at eventbrite.com and at all Legends locations. $20 in advance, $25 day of. The Patty Party rolls all night long with the official after Patty Party on the patio at Legends and Marley's. Patty in the Park, March 17th at Park International. Presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Featuring Jamie Bajeron, Bruce Crew, DJ Digital, and the Yin Yang Twins. Get your tickets now. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. State police say two people died in a single vehicle crash in St. Martin Parish. This was on Highway 328. Christopher Thibodeau and his nephew Carter Potts, both from Brobridge, were killed in the crash. 
The incident is still under investigation. Jerome Bernard of Lafayette is facing multiple charges following a standoff with police at an apartment on Westwood Drive over the weekend. Bernard is alleged to have held a female victim against her will, then barricaded himself inside the apartment when police got there. The incident ended peacefully after several hours. Lafayette fire crews were called to the scene of a blaze at the St. Francis Motel on University. This was yesterday morning just before noon. Now, there were no injuries. The Lafayette Fire Department's investigative unit is still working on what caused the blaze. Andre Doucet of Doucet has been charged with the alleged theft of two cattle trailers. Now, it's believed the thefts took place at two St. Martin Parish truck stops. St. Martin Parish deputies are still investigating the incidents. La Festival de Mardi Gras at Lafayette continues at Cajun Field today. It'll be through Mardi Gras night. Tonight's big parade in Lafayette is Queen Evangeline's Parade. That parade will roll along the city's main parade route to Cajun Field. Things get kicked off at 6.30 for the parade. Governor Edwards is proposing $2,000 increases for teachers and $1,000 for support staff in the upcoming legislative session. But he wants to give them even more if the Revenue Estimating Conference finds a surplus. Legislative Director for the Louisiana Federation of Teachers, Cynthia Posey, says the Revenue Estimating Conference will meet in May. That's when the additional 1000 for teachers and 500 for support staff would be added. Unfortunately, we kind of had this scenario last session, and the legislature did not add the additional increases in. Now, many lawmakers said they voted against it because they feared the raise would not be substantial. Posey says for teacher retention and staff as well, it's vital that lawmakers invest in education so students have qualified and quality educators. Most people don't realize it, but we are at such a crisis for having just teachers, not necessarily certified teachers in the classroom. We actually have janitors that are covering classes now. The legislature has passed pay increases for teachers and staff over the last three years, but Posey said, sadly, those raises are not going to take home pay. It goes towards increased health insurance premiums. And she says each year lawmakers require more of teachers with new programs and reporting, but they're not rewarded salary-wise. I just think we need to take a long, hard look at what, we, what we're asking of our, uh, our educators. Well, for the first time in more than a decade, the Louisiana Legislative Women's Caucus held a weekend retreat. Baton Rouge Senator Regina Barrow says it was an opportunity for them to discuss issues that they want to address in the upcoming session. Among the topics is the lack of beds for pregnant women who have addiction issues. That was a very good conversation, something that we were unaware of in terms of the lack of availability and accessibility for women who have children already. Barrow says they also discussed the impact of fentanyl on the state and ways to leverage resources for more women to get treatment. Another topic they discussed was cybersecurity and children and how the problem has grown since the pandemic. Barrow says they learned about how children are groomed online and human trafficking. Certainly, that is definitely one of the arenas of how it's happening, and it is very scary. Now, the caucus retreat also allowed lawmakers from both sides of the aisle to work collaboratively in the upcoming session. Barrow says she's very optimistic about this session. I think you're going to see a lot of more bipartisan bills coming forward in the future. But I'm excited about these first steps that we are making, and they are substantial steps. 
that I think are going to be game changers for women and children. LSU Ag Center health educators say sitting for long periods of time can contribute to heart disease and long-term health problems. Ag Center nutrition specialist Elizabeth Golub says the more you sit, the less likely you are to increase your life expectancy. People sit a lot. If you don't interrupt that sitting, really causes problems, cardiovascular health problems. So sitting too much without interruption can really give you poor health outcomes. And even those who exercise and become idle afterward are not better off than those who don't work out. It's the sitting without interruption that's really the cause for alarm. It would be great if people got up or at least once an hour. It's much better for your circulation. And a few simple alterations can improve a sedentary lifestyle. Golub recommends standing during online meetings. And if you're corresponding with someone in your office, walk over to them instead of sending that email. I like the idea of drinking more water because it helps, you know, to hydrate you. It's also a great idea to make your surroundings a little less convenient. And a height adjustable desk or work table is is really helpful also. She says just move around more during your work hours to improve your circulation and overall health. A project to build a proposed new privately funded toll bridge across the Red River connecting Caddo and Bossier parishes is moving forward with permit approval. Attorney William Bradford speaking for the Alabama-based infrastructure company, Tim James. He says they have already secured cooperative endeavor agreements with officials in both parishes. And the next step is approvals and permits from the Coast Guard and the Army Corps of Engineers. During that process, we will lay out routes, we will lay out uh, route alternatives, and we will begin doing environmental assessments. Bradford says commerce is growing fast in Southern Caddo and Bossier parishes, and the bridge will provide a quick connect for all of those options. We believe that it will improve traffic flow. We believe that it will uh, improve connectivity and allow for shorter headways between our port, which is south on Highway 1, South Caddo Parish. And that's a look at your news. We've got finally the return of a bit of sunshine out there today. We're going to start to dry out as well. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to be warming up. We are quite chilly out there today. Temperature is going to be getting to about 51 degrees in the afternoon. Strong winds from the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. It's going to mean that we'll see those temperatures. KPL right now traffic. Double checking what's happening with our traffic at this hour. Let's see. Okay. Nothing. Yay. All right. We'll take it. Philip. It's a pretty gray, but ultimately fairly quiet forecast out there today and really through the rest of the week. We've got a pretty stagnant pattern, which is going to see plenty of clouds getting into the area, and those are going to start streaming in as we get further into the day. Now, despite a lack of sunshine, strong winds from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour are going to bring in plenty of warmth. We'll see those highs up at about 76 degrees in the afternoon. Lows tonight going to be dropping down into the 60s. Now, we're upper 70s again for Mardi Gras Day, probably about 70. 79 degrees may even crack up into the low 80s. We'll go 10 to 20% rain chances here through the first half of the week. Nothing that will really get in the way of any kind of festivities. We stay that way for Ash Wednesday and beyond. In fact, temperatures going to average the low 80s throughout this work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC. Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5. 
Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome into Acadiana's morning morning news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy Lundy, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, We're it was awesome. Uh, yes, it was a uh, very eventful weekend. Still trying to recover from it, if you will. Did you catch anything good? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, cool. So we went and checked out the um, Youngsville parade for a little while. Uh, on Saturday, and I do mean a little while. Um, kids were about ready <laughs> uh, after a little short while. But I, I want to say this, Bernie. I see what all the hype is about mm -hmm. with the Youngsville Mardi Gras Parade. It is, they're great people mm -hmm. um, on the floats, running the uh, running the parade, and in the crowd as well. I don't know how many people came up just, you know, seeing me with one of, whether it was my little girl or my little boy, mm -hmm. just to come and give us something. Not like just people on the floor. I'm talking about people just walking up and just giving us stuff. Aww. Just because they wanted to see, like, you know, one of my babies smile. Mm -hmm. I mean, just very, very nice, good people. And the parade, it was four hours long, which is amazing. <laughs> um, and, and, the organization of it was incredible. I mean, to fit all of that, you know, and all the people coming into Youngsville, um, to fit all of that and make it run so successfully, uh, I was very proud of our city. Yes. It was, it was really cool. It was a really great experience. I know anybody that went to it, I'm sure, felt the same way. Um, but, yeah, it really, it really was a very cool parade. Uh, got to see a lot of people. Uh, that I knew out there, especially on riding in the parade, which mm -hmm. was pretty cool. Um, thanks, uh, Josh Guillory, mayor president, for throwing my kids some beads. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he saw us, he threw us some, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. But uh, no, nah, it was a pretty cool experience. <laughs> um, I will say, you know, I, I live not far from it and, you know, kind of trekked through the cane field <laughs> to get to it. So I used muscles I hadn't used since I was playing football, probably. <laughs> So definitely feeling sore from Saturday, but oh, you excited is what over it is. the beads now? <laughs> Man, it wasn't even just it was the beads. They had like the like uh the chief threw us some uh real cool like uh stuffed animals. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had like cool they had like all those softball teams from all over the country mm -hmm. that were there riding in their floats. Some of the most creative floats I've seen. It was it was it was a very cool fun over in Youngstown. Yeah, huh? oh yeah, it's it pretty cool. Now you had some Mardi Gras fun over the weekend as well. Yes, I got to MC the Xanadu Ball, and it was a blast. Yeah. And so I stayed after for mm -hmm. a couple of hours with some family, and <laughs> there were hijinks and shenanigans. Uh, yeah. And um, boy, those people can party. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Lordy. So, I was impressed. Uh, well, I was, well, did you partake in the partying? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did yeah, you use right? party? Did you use party muscles you hadn't used in a long time? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I was I was um <clears throat> talking to my sister in law. <laughs> yeah. The Lord. <laughs> the next day and we were like, Hey, this hurts and this yes. hurts. And she's like, yeah, and this hurts and this hurts. Yep. Same conversation <laughs> me and my wife were having. <laughs> like, I'm walking into Sushi Masa yesterday and I'm uh, walking with a limp on my hand. I'm still feeling it. God, Kitty Gold sucks. And there's still more to come. Yes, I know. Oh, my goodness. Another couple years and I'll be knocking on. Oh, I will be 40, actually, in a yes, couple years. Yes, and so. everything will fall off. There you go. 
And more parades I meant, too, though. Yes. Tonight, there's the Queen's Parade, and there's like a million floats in that one, too. Yes. Are you exhausted? Because I feel tired. Yeah, yeah. I I will say this, though. I still have the desire to, in the future, maybe even starting next year, try to go to a different parade each year. Just to see, like, the pageantry of each one. Yeah. You know? Um think that's awesome because you do you get to see all different kinds of people mm-hmm. like the fun stuff they love to do at mardi gras the stuff they like to throw yeah you know and yeah <laughs> and one thing we'll talk about later why on why are you giggling you so know hard? i'm laughing bernie because you know i brought up our mayor president earlier yeah and i want to say thank you uh mayor president uh josh guillory also mayor in youngsville ken ritter for being classy uh-huh. because there's a certain mayor to the east of us uh-huh. that has very little class. And that is Latoya the Destroyer. Well, Trump. but hey, the bird is the word. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, the what Bernie just fine. said, yes, that lady was flipping people off and they caught it on camera. Oh, like man. she don't give a Bleep. A bird. Yeah. <laughs> she got no birds left to give. I know. She just don't She's all burned out after this weekend. It's just, <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Like, that and lady. Sad. Well, and you know, and this is on the eve of, so today is the last, no, not today. Tomorrow is the last day uh-huh. that signatures can be collected for right. her recall. Right, right. So they have to turn in the, <laughs> the, the, the signatures right. on Wednesday to the Orleans Parish Registrar of Voters. <laughs> and my question the other day was, Will Mardi Gras slow down or help uh, pick up the pace on those signatures? I'm thinking if some of the people saw her giving the bird, she yeah. might have she might have accelerated that pace a little bit, helped them put it over the finish line. All right, we're going to take this break. We've got a great interview coming up, an education interview, universities lowering expectations for t- pandemic-era students. We're going to talk about that with Matt Bennett, CEO and founder of Christian Union, coming home. KPL News Time is 626. So the lowering of expectations following COVID, especially when it comes in the realm of education. Students recovering from that hangover from virtual high school. Well, there are some Pittsburgh area universities that are responding with shorter tests and looser policies around attendance and deadlines. That bringing up the worry as students are now going into college and these colleges are lowering their expectations for these students that just went through the COVID pandemic, talking about virtual learning and, and all of that. So right now we're joined by the founder and CEO of Christian Union, Matt Bennett. Matt, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. Great to be with you. No, thank you so much. And so, you know, we are really seeing now, uh, you know, some of the, I guess, policies and some of the um, actions that were put into effect during covid and we're seeing some of them bear out in a negative fashion. So talk to us about what's happening with universities and how students coming from these virtual high schools are having a hard time or are, are being in, you know, being a part of virtual high schools, if you will, um, the way that high schools would just do remote learning and such, um, how they're having a hard time adjusting to that higher education. Yeah, different uh, universities are, are handling this differently, but some schools are allowing um, virtual classes there and you don't even have to attend any of them to make it easier for the students, while some are requiring in-person engagement. 
Um, and of course, this sets the pattern for what's expected of them when they graduate and they get to a regular job. And many firms now are realizing that uh, they just don't get the same um, output from employees. And uh, even the tech firms are starting to require people to come back and be in the office. So it's setting a bad pattern. They're not setting their students up for success if they're not requiring them to be there in person for the majority of classes. I guess the question I want to ask is why? I, I un, like I understand why they're doing it to a degree, but at the same time, they are an institution of higher learning. And I grew up where you have to adjust yourself to going to that level that they're not going to make that adjustment for you. So why now are colleges kind of changing that mindset and trying to make this adjustment for these students? Yeah, yeah, I was like that too when I was in college. So some of the professors were pretty darn strict. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's a couple of reasons. One is there's been a long-standing uh, change in grades. Um, every decade, uh, a higher percentage of students get A's. So it's been a long-term kind of lessening of standards. But you have another problem now, and is that enrollment is down across the country. And many uh, colleges and universities are needing to close or to merge in some ways. And so you think about a business that's trying to attract as many customers well, you can see the temptation to make it as easy and as attractive to quote the customer as possible. And that's the very real pressure that they're feeling. So it's not so much about trying to accommodate to the student to make things better for them. It's about making sure that they can continue to bring in the money. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they need enough bodies there to pay the bills, enough tuition. And if uh, a university is facing a choice, like, hey, we can lower the standards and have it just be via video and stay in business, stay in operation, or we shut things down and, and let all the employees of this university go, well, they choose the farmer. And you can understand why. Not that it's a great thing, but you can understand it. Well, and, you know, you, you touched on it, though, at the beginning, and we talked about it, where as businesses are realizing that, you know, the remote work is not working as well as they would have hoped, and they're bringing employees back into the office, this comes out that shows that colleges are going in the opposite direction. So then do we expect, so does this mean that businesses, or do you expect that businesses will have to kind of start readjusting again to, you know, remote working, or is that adjustment just going to come not in the form of adjusting to college, but in college students having to adjust to the workforce? Yeah, I think the latter. I think they'll have to adjust to the workforce. And, of course, they won't be as ready and and prepared to deal with real-world problems and work out conflicts with uh, fellow workers and these sorts of things. But I think the profit motive uh, will continue to push these businesses to uh, require more people to be in the office. But they're doing it gently because if a, if a company does it all at once with one fell swoop, well, then maybe some of their best employees are going to jump to another company, even though that other company in time will do the same thing. So they're inching back towards it bit by bit. Uh, we're speaking with uh, uh, founder and CEO of Christian Union, Matt Bennett. Matt, looking at education overall, the effects of COVID, how far did COVID policies and how the country dealt with COVID affect the, the world of education? Yeah, well, the data shows that... Uh, uh, students who suffered the most were the youngest ones and were out of schools a year or two years because of lockdowns. And there's been reports of sending them back by a year or two. I mean, it's really concerning. 
I mean, perhaps they'll be able to catch up. I mean, we don't know for sure what the data is, but at least in the short term, it looks really bad. Now, the older the student and the more established in terms of basic studying habits, the less they're impacted. Um, so we, we can be thankful for that. But who knows what it's going to look like in the years ahead as we see the impact on the youngest students. We've been speaking with the founder and CEO of Christian Union, Matt Bennett, uh, talking about universities lowering expectations for our pandemic-era students. So, you know, as we see this starting to happen now across the country, um, what can we expect uh, when, as universities are making these adjustments and students are going in and continuing to do more remote learning, if you will, these standards getting lower, um, what is the imp- what is the impact do you believe that'll have? Well, I think after a couple of years, when a number of universities do close down or other schools, they reduce enrollment and they lay off staff appropriately so they reach more of a financial balance in their um, income and expenditure, then you can expect that the universities to put a little more muscle into it and make higher expectations of the students because there's not the fear that if they do, the students leave and then they go bankrupt as a result. So I think we'll have to wait um, a couple of years for this to shift out and and perhaps then we can see the reestablishment of um, standards. However, as mentioned, I mean, for some schools, you can you can pull up and see a, a stat even for a place like Harvard mm-hmm. that for a few decades, there's been far more students who get A's than um, year after year than previously. And it's not because the students are better and smarter it's just because they feel pressure i mean students want to get into grad school yeah. and if you go to you know to get to a good grad school you have to have good grades or of course your potential employer looks at your grades and so the students really want to get good grades and one of the ways they do that is a, a lowering of standards so this great inflation has been going on for years great inflation i never even really thought of it in that way but that's a that's a brilliant way to put it matt bennett thank you so much for your time we very much appreciate it okay thank you so much take care absolutely um, it, it, it's, it's amazing, Bernie. Like, uh, you know, I, I think about, cause he was talking about more students getting A's, but it doesn't mean that they're smarter because of it. If you will, mm-hmm. I could think of some, a couple of classes that I was in where, yes, you had to adjust as a student to the professors and to the school, mm-hmm. but there were some classes where the teachers would curve the grades so much mm-hmm. And what I used to think about that was you're obviously making, you're obviously not, you're either making the course too hard or you're not teaching it properly. If you have to curve grades by such a significant amount just to get people to have decent grades to be able to pass mm-hmm. or to be able to get those A's and higher grades, if you will. It wasn't, I mean, it was only a few professors, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what's still going on now as well, that you got a lot of that, of that curving that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've always like I know it's a practice that's been around, but I've never really believed in it. Mm-hmm. Why you should have to curve, you know, your yeah. grades. I mean, you either go in and you're prepared mm-hmm. and you've studied, or like you said, maybe some of these uh, folks are not not doing a great job at, at yeah. you know giving the information. Yeah, you know, it's like you said, it's a small amount, but mm-hmm. but still, yeah, you know, um, it's not that way anymore, but. I remember, you know, when I, my very first English professor uh-huh. at UL. Right. Could barely speak English. There you go. Yeah. And my parents were pretty chapped. I bet they were. Let me put it were. that way. I bet they were. Um, 
it got better as the semester went on. Mm -hmm. But um, that was a long time ago. No, I'm old. No, no, this was 30 years ago. You have to remember. But one of the classes I was thinking of was a teacher that was from another country Mm -hmm. and that language barrier Mm -hmm. in trying to teach, which turned out to be one of my hardest classes I've ever taken, Mm -hmm. not just because of the teacher, but because of the subject matter of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But that language barrier sometimes can lead to the difficulties in learning and, but the difficulties in teaching it as Mm -hmm. well. And so there's so much more to the story of what he talked about there but when you just look at it from that outside looking in, that's not good. Yeah. It's just, it's not mm-hmm. good. Um, I hate to sound negative on it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we grew up, Bernie, and I know we grew up, you know, a few years apart, but like we grew up where you go to school and you're expected to make the adjustments to them. Yes. You're because be quiet, yeah, listen, yeah. actively engage when mm-hmm. asked to do so. Right. Yeah. You because know. once you get out into the workforce, yeah, they, you don't, have care. To to, they don't care. You got to make <laughs> adjustments to them. And I thought college is supposed to prepare you for the real world. Mm-hmm. This is getting away from that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Terrible. Terribly. Yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and take this break. When All we right. come back, Bernie's got a brief look at news. Mm-hmm. And then we will jump into some more discussions here on Acadiana's Morning News. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello, welcome to Moon Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5, KPL, Defend Life. Come on, Patty! Patty in the Park, 2023, Friday, March 17th. Park International, downtown Lafayette, presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Gates open at 5.30, music starts at 6, with Jamie Bajron and the Kicking Cajuns. Rouge Crew, DJ Digital. And then it's time to stand up and get crunk with the Yin Yang Twins. This is a special leprechaun flute which has been passed down from thousands of years ago. Tickets on sale now at eventbrite.com and at all Legends locations. $20 in advance, $25 day of. The Patty Party rolls all night long with the official after Patty Party on the patio at Legends and Marley's. Patty in the Park, March 17th at Park International. Presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Featuring Jamie Bazeron, Bruce Crew, DJ Digital, and the Yin Yang Twins. Get your tickets now. Philip. News Talk 96.5 KPL broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. State police say two people died in a single vehicle crash in St. Martin Parish. This was on Highway 328. Christopher Thibodeau and his nephew Carter Potts, both from Brobridge, were killed in the crash. The incident is still under investigation. Jerome Bernard of Lafayette is facing multiple charges following a standoff with police at an apartment on Westwood Drive over the weekend. Bernard is alleged to have held a female victim against her will, then barricaded himself inside the apartment when police got there. The incident ended peacefully after several hours. Governor Edwards has presented legislators his proposed budget for the next fiscal year. The $45.7 billion budget includes pay raises for teachers, firefighters, and police officers. 
The new fiscal year begins on July 1st. Lafayette fire crews were called to the scene of a blaze at the St. Francis Motel on University. This was yesterday morning just before noon. Now, there were no injuries. The Lafayette Fire Department's investigative unit is still working on what caused the blaze. Andre Doucet of Doucet has been charged with the alleged theft of two cattle trailers. Now, it's believed the thefts took place at two St. Martin Parish truck stops. St. Martin Parish deputies are still investigating the incidents. La Festival de Mardi Gras at Lafayette continues at Cajun Field today. It'll be through Mardi Gras night. Tonight's big parade in Lafayette is Queen Evangeline's Parade. That parade will roll along the city's main parade route to Cajun Field. Things get kicked off at 6.30 for the parade. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. It's pretty gray, but ultimately fairly quiet forecast out there today and really through the rest of the week. We've got a pretty stagnant pattern, which is going to see plenty of clouds getting into the area, and those are going to start streaming in as we get further into the day. Now, despite a lack of sunshine, strong winds from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour are going to bring in plenty of warmth. We'll see those highs up at about 76 degrees in the afternoon. Lows tonight going to be dropping down into the 60s. Now, we're upper 70s again for Mardi Gras Day, probably about 70 degrees may even crack up into the low 80s we'll go 10 to 20 percent rain chances here through the first half of the week nothing that will really get in the way of any kind of festivities we say that way for ash wednesday and beyond in fact temperatures going to average the low 80s throughout this work week from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 kpal right now 59 degrees here at kpal News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We have a reported traffic light malfunction, Johnston at E. Broussard Road. That's Johnston at E. Broussard Road. Got a fender bender, Vero at Ambassador Caffrey. That's Vero at Ambassador Caffrey. Please buckle on. All right, so, you yeah. know, we started the show by saying happy Lundy Gras. Yep. Today is also President's Day. I forgot about that. Yes. Ooh. Well, you know, the show before us, the uh, Fox News Rundown, mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. some great presidential history pieces. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that they did was a piece on Grover Cleveland, and? who is the only president to serve two non-consecutive two terms, terms, 22nd oh, and 24th president. Well, the question that we put out to you uh, as a KPL listener this morning, Arcadiana's morning news question of the day, uh-huh. with today being President's Day, who, in your opinion, is the greatest president the U.S. has ever had? Mm. Um, and so uh, Cindy immediately put Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stephen said Ronald Reagan. Okay. And so we want to hear from you uh, in our question of the day on our Facebook page, KPL News. We also want to hear from you on our KPL News uh, chat. Okay. Want to hear who you think. So now you can also put who your favorite president is. And I think for some people, those kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you one of my favorites, Bernie. And and I don't have a necessary favorite. Okay. I have like a top list. Makes one sense. of my favorite presidents, and they talked about him a little bit this morning, um, is Dwight D. Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. He is someone that there was a lot of things that were accomplished under his terms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first off, he was the, he was the first president that was constitutionally limited on terms because remember, oh, you know, yeah, 
wow. Exactly. You remember you yes. had uh, Franklin Roosevelt was mm-hmm. serving for, forever. Yeah, he had four terms, He had right? four of them. Um, mm-hmm. But, yes. Yeah, so, okay, you had the final two states were admitted to the Union under Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. You had the interstate system. Yeah. Uh, really take Man, off thank under him. God. <laughs> yeah, I know. No. There was just, and there was a whole lot more. The man was one of only like five presidents. And I know that one of the most recent presidents we had in Trump to not hold political office before becoming president, which normally people have to build a resume to mm-hmm. get to that point in politics. He was able to build his resume through leading the Allied troops in World War II. Mm-hmm. Which was, I think, prepared him very well for becoming president. I would agree. You know, with the Mm -hmm. the D-Day invasion and just the amount of responsibility he had on him for that. Indeed. Would you like to go to the phone line, sir? And I'd love to get this caller right here. All right, caller. Talking about presidents on President's Day. Who, in your opinion, is the greatest president the U.S. has ever had? I think this is a great topic. And I actually think the greatest president is George Washington. He's I think part of his greatness is that he's often overlooked on the lists, but he set the course for the presidency. He led in the Revolutionary War. He refused a third term, even though he could have had it. He said, I'm a president, not a king. Amen. And he really, he was just uh, uh, quite quite the leader. Uh, he, he basically set the tone for the rest of the presidency, at least in early American history. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely think that George Washington even though he's often overlooked, I really think that him being overlooked is a is a is a token of his greatness. Anyway, uh, yeah. that's all I have. Thank you. Um, you Great know, comments. if you if you've never seen the show Turn, when I talked about the American spies, I know, and yeah. I keep thinking to myself, Bernie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't forget, don't forget. Mm-hmm. I have forgotten, yeah, yeah, but this is probably the perfect week, yeah, to it, get started. It is. Um, and and they focus a lot on Washington, mm-hmm. who of course is leading the troops, but also for the spy network that was under him mm-hmm. and how important he believed in that mission, that and and how and how that played a pivotal role in winning the war of you know the declar uh, the war from England, you know mm-hmm. getting away and and winning the independence war. Um, to me, George Washington is an an example of someone who did not let his failures define him. Amen. You know, when you look back and, you know, you see some of the failures that he had, you know, people look at him now and they're like, okay, he was the greatest. He was yeah. such a great president. He was amazing. He did this, this, mm-hmm. this. But the man had failures leading up to that. He just didn't let him let the failures keep him down. Absolutely. And I think to me, years ago, mm-hmm. hearing someone say that, it's how you get up mm-hmm. that defines who you are and the fact that you're willing to get up. Right. You know, it's depending on what's happened to you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people, they, they're they never going to get up again. Right. And it's a choice mm-hmm. because life is too hard. Yeah. You know, um, and kudos to all these amazing men and, and women uh-huh. uh, through history, whether it's presidents or others that have served, uh, who say, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's I want to get up and I want to do it again and yeah. I'm going to try again and mm-hmm. it's going to be better and, you know. I'm not going to give up. Right. Yes, absolutely. We go back to the phone lines right now. All right, caller, today's President's Day. Who's the greatest president? Hey, guys. Hey. How y'all doing this morning? Good. How are you? Hey, I'm glad that caller, that last caller, talked about George Washington. Mm -hmm. I was watching uh, Patriot 
and the founder, initial founders of the U.S. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the Revolutionary War, uh, this is a true story. Uh, the, the army, the army of the United States, contracted some kind of malaria or something, mm-hmm. and uh, they, he built George Washington. They, they built some lodges for them to stay and wait to go to war against England. And uh, there, was a, there was a missionary there, and he took a picture of George Washington on one knee, mm-hmm. praying to God. Yeah. And, uh, and lo and behold, they won, that, they won that revolutionary war. Yeah. And I think he's one of the greatest patriots that the U.S. ever had, bar none. Yeah. Now, on the, second, on the other note, mm-hmm. I think that I think that President Reagan was a good president, mm-hmm. but hands down, I think the best president we'll have, we ever have, is going to be is going to go down in history as Donald Trump. Okay, because uh, he was not a politician, and he was a businessman, and that's what the U.S. needed in the White House at that time to run the country. Well, it'll be he interesting. He knew how to balance the budget. It'll be the purse. Yeah, Lewis, it'll be interesting to see if. If he gets another chance, because, you know, he is running for re-election uh, in a couple years, yeah. it'll be interesting to see if he does get yeah. another chance to jump back into the White House. Well, I think he's got a, he still has a chance mm-hmm. if the Republicans can stay together and the Christian can start praying for him, because there's, gonna be a, there's still going to be a divine appointment if he goes in, because uh, the odds are against him. Everybody knows that. Yes, sir. Know, but but All I right. think he's going to make it. Hopefully, hopefully he does. Thank you, Lewis. We appreciate it. You You too. And, you know, as we uh, close this segment out, um, we do want to say that as we talk about today being President's Day, uh, former President Jimmy Carter, 98 years old, beginning hospice care uh, at home to spend his remaining time there. So, um, you know, we talk about praying for presidents. Uh, The Carter family could definitely use some prayers right now. Um, You know, he certainly he was not one of my favorite presidents as far as policy goes. But his humanitarian work that he has yeah. done has been pretty amazing. Um, and so definitely, uh, you know, his prayers, uh, his family could definitely use some prayers. All right, we're going to go ahead and take this break. We've got Kim Commando, your Fox Business Report coming up, and a look at national news with Fox. And then Bernie's going to look at state and local news coming up all in the next few minutes here on Acadiana's Morning News. Gen Z employees have begun following a viral TikTok trend that can and should come back to haunt them later. I'm Kim Commando, and I use ExpressVPN. Secure your online data and get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. It's called the no two-week notice viral trend. Here's what happens. Gen Zers simply quit a perfectly good job and post a video all about it on their social media. In most cases, they don't even tell the employer that they've quit. They just stop showing up or working remotely. These Gen Zers call it self-care. Legally, it's called job abandonment. It's not a crime, but it can prevent the quitter from getting unemployment benefits. Worse, almost all companies check with past employers and look at social media accounts before hiring. Gen Zers should remember the old saying, good judgment comes from experience, and a lot of that comes from bad judgment. Hey, be a smarty pants the easy way and get my daily longer podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. 
Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The address again, linkedin.com slash Kim, linkedin.com slash Kim. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks ending lower on rate hike worries after several Fed officials issued a more hawkish tone. Shares of CVS spiking in a down market after the healthcare company delivered earnings and revenue beating Wall Street estimates thanks to gains in its pharmacy services businesses. In addition, CVS is plunging deeper into providing primary care and is acquiring Oak Street Health at a valuation of about $10.6 billion. And shares of Alphabet's Google tank following news about its new AI chatbot, Bard. A day after Microsoft held its own event to reveal new AI technologies in its competing search engine, Bing. The Dow winners, United Health Group, Merck, and Goldman Sachs. The Dow decliners, Home Depot, McDonald's, and Honeywell. The Dow falling 208 points. The Nasdaq down 203. S&P 500 down 46. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Varsky, invested in you. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. News Talk 96.5K. Pell Burbridge Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com. I'm Dave Anthony. This is really the most important visit or the whole history of Ukraine-U.S. relationship. That's President Volodymyr Zelensky standing next to the president, who says his visit shows... Democracy stands. The Americans stand with you. And the world stands with you. Days before the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion. But Russia's aim was to wipe Ukraine off the map. Putin's war of conquest is failing. And the president detailed more American aid that'll be coming. He has since departed Kiev, going to Poland, where he was supposed to fly tonight from Washington, but he left unannounced yesterday. Spending about five hours on the ground here. There was some speculation he might try and come, but keep in mind, other presidents have visited war zones before, but often U.S. troops were on the ground, the U.S. controlled the airspace. Not the case here, so certainly risky. He made two stops at least, the presidential palace where he met with Ukraine's President Zelensky, and also St. Michael's Monastery behind me where the two walked around and then laid a wreath in memoriam of some of the Ukrainian soldiers who've died in this war. Fox's Steve Harrigan, the president will make a speech about our support for Ukraine tomorrow in 
Warsaw. Russian leader Vladimir Putin will also make a speech tomorrow as his military pushes a new offensive in eastern Ukraine and maybe getting help. China's top diplomat is in Moscow today amid reports China may send Russia weapons to use in the war. Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with that foreign minister over the weekend and tells ABC's This Week. It was important for me to share very clearly with, with Wang Yi. Uh, that this would be a serious problem. They're still looking for the gunman in Memphis in two shootings early yesterday that left one person dead, 10 injured. There was also a shooting late last night in New Orleans at a Mardi Gras parade. One person was killed, four injured. A suspect there is in custody. America's listening to Fox News. My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. They do not care if the value of your retirement is sacrificed. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Look at our top Fox News story. President Biden took a surprise trip to Ukraine to meet with its president, Volodymyr Zelensky, to show American support days before the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion. The president has since left going to Poland. Now, it's a holiday here to honor all of our presidents, though. It actually started as a tribute to our first commander-in-chief. President's Day was first established in the 1800s to honor George Washington and is celebrated every year on the third Monday of February. The federal holiday's official name is Washington's Birthday, and government agencies and departments will be closed. It also affects hours for many banks, state and local government offices, and some public schools and universities. The date of the holiday changes each year in part because of the Uniform Holiday Bill of 1968 that mandates some holidays happen on a Monday to prevent midweek shutdowns and add long weekends to the federal calendar. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. And on this holiday, there's no stock trading on Wall Street. Now to stock cars. NASCAR's most famous race went longer than ever. Double overtime last night, a record 212 laps because of two late crashes. And right after the last one, they declared the winner on Fox. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Daytona 500 winner. Go! Let me tell you, that's been a long time coming. Stenhouse snapped a 199 race winless streak at the NBA All-Star Game. LeBron James had 13 points, including an explosive pass to himself off the backboard for a dunk, but he banged his hand on the rim in the first half and didn't play in the second. That opened the door for Jason Tatum. Tatum, wow, man. A shooting clinic out here. The Celtics wing at 55 points, including 27 in the third quarter and 10 three-pointers. He collects the game MVP honors and he gets the win for his captain, Giannis Antetokounmpo, against LeBron, 184 to 175. That's Tim McMaster. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. 
State police say two people died in a single vehicle crash in St. Martin Parish. This was on Highway 328. Christopher Thibodeau and his nephew Carter Potts, both from Brobridge, were killed in the crash. The incident is still under investigation. Jerome Bernard of Lafayette is facing multiple charges following a standoff with police at an apartment on Westwood Drive over the weekend. Bernard is alleged to have held a female victim against her will, then barricaded himself inside the apartment when police got there. The incident ended peacefully after several hours. Lafayette fire crews were called to the scene of a blaze at the St. Francis Motel on University. This was yesterday morning just before noon. Now, there were no injuries. The Lafayette Fire Department's investigative unit is still working on what caused the blaze. Andre Ducey of Dusan has been charged with the alleged theft of two cattle trailers. Now, it's believed the thefts took place at two St. Martin Parish truck stops. St. Martin Parish deputies are still investigating the incidents. La Festival de Mardi Gras at Lafayette continues at Cajun Field today. It'll be through Mardi Gras night. Tonight's big parade in Lafayette is Queen Evangeline's Parade. That parade will roll along the city's main parade route to Cajun Field. Things get kicked off at 6.30 for the parade. Governor Edwards is proposing $2,000 increases for teachers and $1,000 for support staff in the upcoming legislative session. But he wants to give them even more if the Revenue Estimating Conference finds a surplus. Legislative Director for the Louisiana Federation of Teachers, Cynthia Posey, says the Revenue Estimating Conference will meet in May. That's when the additional 1000 for teachers and 500 for support staff would be added. Unfortunately, we kind of had this scenario last session, and the legislature did not add the additional increases in. Now, many lawmakers said they voted against it because they feared the raise would not be substantial. Posey says for teacher retention and staff as well, it's vital that lawmakers invest in education so students have qualified and quality educators. Most people don't realize it, but we are at such a crisis for having just teachers, not necessarily certified teachers in the classroom. We actually have janitors that are covering classes now. The legislature has passed pay increases for teachers and staff over the last three years, but Posey said, sadly, those raises are not going to take home pay. It goes towards increased health insurance premiums. And she says each year lawmakers require more of teachers with new programs and reporting, but they're not rewarded salary-wise. I just think we need to take a long, hard look at what, we, what we're asking of our, uh, our educators. Well, for the first time in more than a decade, the Louisiana Legislative Women's Caucus held a weekend retreat. Baton Rouge Senator Regina Barrow says it was an opportunity for them to discuss issues that they want to address in the upcoming session. Among the topics is the lack of beds for pregnant women who have addiction issues. That was a very good conversation, something that we were unaware of in terms of the lack of availability and accessibility for women who have children already. Barrow says they also discussed the impact of fentanyl on the state and ways to leverage resources for more women to get treatment. Another topic they discussed was cybersecurity and children and how the problem has grown since the pandemic. Barrow says they learned about how children are groomed online and human trafficking. Certainly that is definitely one of the arenas of how it's happening and it is very scary. Now, the caucus retreat also allowed lawmakers from both sides of the aisle to work collaboratively in the upcoming session. 
Farrow says she's very optimistic about this session. I think you're going to see a lot of more bipartisan bills coming forward in the future. But I'm excited about these first steps that we are making, and they are substantial steps that I think are going to be game changers for women and children. LSU Ag Center health educators say sitting for long periods of time can contribute to heart disease and long-term health problems. Ag Center nutrition specialist Elizabeth Golub says the more you sit, the less likely you are to increase your life expectancy. People sit a lot. If you don't interrupt that sitting, really causes problems, cardiovascular health problems. So sitting too much without interruption can really give you poor health outcomes. And even those who exercise and become idle afterward are not better off than those who don't work out. It's the sitting without interruption that's really the cause for alarm. It would be great if people got up or at least once an hour. It's much better for your circulation. And a few simple alterations can improve a sedentary lifestyle. Golub recommends standing during online meetings. And if you're corresponding with someone in your office, walk over to them instead of sending that email. I like the idea of drinking more water because it helps, you know, to hydrate you. It's also a great idea to make your surroundings a little less convenient. And a height-adjustable desk or work table is, is really helpful also. She says just move around more during your work hours to improve your circulation and overall health. A project to build a proposed new privately funded toll bridge across the Red River connecting Caddo and Bossier parishes is moving forward with permit approval. Attorney William Bradford speaking for the Alabama-based infrastructure company, Tim James. He says they have already secured cooperative endeavor agreements with officials in both parishes. And the next step is approvals and permits from the Coast Guard and the Army Corps of Engineers. During that process, we will lay out routes, we will lay out uh, route alternatives, and we will begin doing environmental assessments. Bradford says commerce is Growing fast in Southern Caddo and Bossier parishes, and the bridge will provide a quick connect for all of those options. We believe that it will improve traffic flow. We believe that it will uh, improve connectivity and allow for shorter headways between our port, which is south on Highway 1, South Caddo Parish. And that's a look at your news. Ray, but ultimately fairly quiet forecast out there today and really through the rest of the week. We've got a pretty stagnant pattern, which is going to see plenty of clouds getting into the area, and those are going to start streaming in as we get further into the day. Now, despite a lack of sunshine, strong winds from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour are going to bring in plenty of warmth. We'll see those highs up at about 76 degrees in the afternoon. Lows tonight going to be dropping down into the 60s. Now, we're upper 70s again for Mardi Gras Day. Probably about 79 degrees may even crack up into the low 80s. We'll go 10 to 20 percent rain chances here through the first half of the week. Nothing that will really get in the way of any kind of festivities. We stay that way for Ash Wednesday and beyond. In fact, temperatures going to average the low 80s throughout this work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, double checking what's happening with our traffic at this hour. Vero at Ambassador, that's still up there. Vero at Ambassador, little fender bender there. Hey, other than that, 
Things are moving smoothly out there. If you see some traffic trouble, give us a call on the Cajun Country Rice Landline, 232-15. Your national anthem is brought to you by Hulco Printers, serving Acadiana since 1972. Buy local, shop local, support Acadiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we've washed were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled morning, Acadiana, and welcome into hour number two of Acadiana's Morning News. Happy Lundy Gras today to you as we have the Queen's Parade that will roll in Lafayette later on today. And then, of course, tomorrow is, I guess, the big finale, if you will. It is known as Mardi Gras Day, but I think of it more as the big finale because you've got all these parades, you know, leading up to tomorrow and all of those parades are like their own, you know, I mean, they're Mardi Gras parades, but it's like, you know, some of them are as big as the day itself, it feels yeah. like, you know, but uh, Mardi Gras really is like a marathon for us down here. And, <laughs> you know, we are in the final uh, last couple of legs of that marathon. So you got the stanky legs, the no, stanky legs. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there's be some stanky leg music playing at uh, some of these Mardi Gras events. Um, but we have... The Queen's Parade tonight. Yes. And then you've got the three big parades tomorrow. Yeah. And those, of course, talking about here in Lafayette. It's always cool to see the different areas outside of the parish, you know, the way that they celebrate Mardi Gras and the mm-hmm. very festive costumes yeah. that you see, like in Eunice and Mamu mm-hmm. and all over the place. So very, very cool uh, as we, uh, I mean, it. you know, it kind of feels weird to be saying, though, on February the 20th, that Mardi Gras is almost over. It just came so early this year. It did come early mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, that that means Easter comes early, too. Yes. And, you know, and then just, whew, Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to think about Easter, and you got to uh-huh. think about what you're going to put your kids in when you go to church, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, which kind of candy you're <laughs> going to get for a kid, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You know, ours were kind of simple. We had yes. lots of chocolates. Oh, yeah. Jelly beans. 
Um, those ones that were kind of marshmallow in the middle, but they had the hard candy mm-hmm. on the outside. Yes. We'd get those little chocolate football looking ones. Did you were... like those gold brick eggs? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That was like the bomb diggity. Yeah. We'd always get at least one or two heavenly hash. Mm-hmm. We'd get a gold brick. Yeah. Then, but there were also, Elmer's also used to make eggs that, well, we talked about that. Yeah, the chocolate maple, eggs, the chocolate cream chocolate, eggs. Yeah. Vanilla, maple, cherry, pineapple, and they don't make those anymore. You can like put cream behind any flavor and I'm sold. I know. I love it. Like caramel cream, vanilla cream, chocolate cream. I know. It's true. I'm with you. Yeah. So I miss those. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are other brands that have it, but when you're kind of used to something, you know, you're like, oh, it's a bummer. They don't make those anymore. So you're not going to be surprised when I say this, but I love like the days following Easter. You know, we were talking about the day following Valentine's, whatever the candies have. You go to like CVS on the days after Easter, and they've got like all those Reese's like Easter eggs at like half price, like, you know, 70% off. And I'm just like, yes, please. Let's take all of them off the shelf (laughs) and just put them in and just say, all right, we got Reese's for days now. But then when I get home, half the stash is gone already because we've eaten half the stash of the day. On the way home. On the way home. And I then, feel so yeah. much better about myself now. Thank you. I'm just being That's real, nice Bernie. Of you. I'm just being real. Beautiful. It Reese's mm-hmm. is definitely addicting. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, we are going to go ahead and take this break. Mm-hmm. We are going to kind of switch things up a little bit uh, on you in this next discussion that we're going to have because after the break, we're going to welcome in a retirement expert to talk about you know that age group between 55 and 64. Now really is the time to put those retirement plans into high gear. But we're also going to ask about retirement, whether you're my age, you know, and you're thinking about retirement or you've already started uh, planning for retirement. So we'll do that when we come back from this quick commercial break. We'll be right back. All right. So our financial expert is not answering that financial phone. So, (laughs) right. Uh, why don't we uh, mention a couple of people that are in that uh, retirement age range that um, they've got birthdays today. Celebrity birthdays at 57 years old, Cindy Crawford. Wow. You mentioned her the other day when we were talking about Super Bowl commercials of the past. Yeah. Yes. She looks so good. Cindy Crawford, 57. Charles Barkley, he doesn't look as good. 60 years old. So. 60? Yes. The round mountain Like, I had to really let that sink in because I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 60. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So there you go, a couple mm. of celebrity birthdays. By the way, she's not in this age range that we were talking about, but Rihanna did turn 35. Oh, well, good for her. And as we know, she is pregnant with her second kid. Um, so congratulations there. Quite, an, quite a way to make the announcement in the Super Bowl. Can yeah. you believe the Super Bowl's already more than a week old? It feels like just yeah, yesterday the game was played. What is it? Is it because we're getting older? Time really just continues to fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do want it to just slow down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want it to go to snail's pace. Boy, as humans, we really complain a lot, don't we? We do. I mean, the B word almost just came out. We really <laughs> bleep a lot. We complain. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's such a slow work day. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's going by too fast. Go, like, it's already Thursday. <laughs> yeah. I got to get all this work done. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Well, mm. we've got more responsibilities on us. Whatever like, do you mean? As kids, man, like, I look, you know, I look at mine, I'm, and if, if one of them is fussing, I'm like, why are you fussing? You got a good life right now. You, you don't have nothing to right? worry about. 
Nothing to worry about, but it is what it is. So. Well, that's true. Um, okay, so uh, we've got some very interesting Mardi Gras content up at the website uh, right now. You know, mm, there was a... Tell me more. Yeah, well, New Orleans uh, making headlines. Yeah, the bird the was bird. the word. The bird lady of New Orleans. Yes, Latoya Cantrell. <laughs> Um, as, as signatures are about to get turned in for her to get recalled, mm -hmm. she was, uh, caught on video, given the finger, uh, in, uh, one of the Mardi Gras parades. And then, you know, you had the story come in this morning. One person was killed four wounded in a shooting along the Bacchus parade route in uptown New Orleans last Jesus. night. Gunfire ringing out around nine 30 at last night. Witnesses say everyone near the scene took cover to avoid getting hit by bullets. Unfortunately, one of the shooting victims is a young girl. Um, now, fortunately, a suspect has been taken into custody. But again, that is one reason why mm -hmm. I will not go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. I mean, honestly, I get why enough. people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and every year we say the same thing. And we're not picking on New Orleans, right? Because there are a lot of great places you can go mm. where it's not crazy and you'll have a good time. Mm -hmm. But we also point out that in Lafayette mm -hmm. and our surrounding communities, we always have family in Mardi Gras. Yes. You know, and it's about the kids and it's about us having a good time, dancing in the streets, mm -hmm. you know, reveling in the fact that, oh, my God, we're here, we're alive, we're ready to go. Yeah. And in preparation of that, then we will set aside something that is truly valuable to us mm -hmm. for the 40 days of Lent. Yes. Um, but we don't really go all around shooting people. No. Not to say it's not been done. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's all I have to say about that, Brandon. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, anyway, just some, some you know, some of the bad news coming out of New Orleans uh, pertaining to some of the Mardi Gras stuff happening there. I know that there's also some good things that I've seen come out of it as well. Mm. People having a good time out there and, and, yeah. and such. Um, but, unfortunately, Oof. that news uh, coming in over the last hour or so. And you can go check out the website. We've got some uh, great uh, Mardi Gras uh, uh, blast from the past. A video that you can look at as well. Okay. So you can go check all that out over at kpl965.com at the KPL News app. Speaking of the KPL News app, yes. we're not going to get into this now, but I do want to mention uh, we do have our Acadiana's Morning News Question of the Day up talking about today being President's Day, who, in your opinion, is the greatest president we've had. We've got people weighing in with Thomas Jefferson, mm -hmm. uh, uh, George Washington, mm -hmm. uh, Ronald Reagan, um, mm -hmm. I brought up Dwight D. Eisenhower as one of my favorites. Did you favorites. put it on there? Uh, I, well, I don't know that he's the greatest, but he's mm -hmm. one of. One of. Um, so, yes, I would put that as well. So uh, go check that out. Go uh, put your response in on either Facebook or the KPL News app. We'd love to hear from you as to who you think is the greatest president that we've had. All right. So we will go ahead and take this break. Bernie mm. has a brief look at news coming up. All right. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Defend. Com. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source. On air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. State police say two people died in a single vehicle crash in St. Martin Parish. This was on Highway 328. Christopher Thibodeau and his nephew Carter Potts, both from Brobridge, were killed in the crash. The incident is still under investigation. 
Jerome Bernard of Lafayette is facing multiple charges following a standoff with police at an apartment on Westwood Drive over the weekend. Bernard is alleged to have held a female victim against her will, then barricaded himself inside the apartment when police got there. The incident ended peacefully after several hours. Governor Edwards has presented legislators his proposed budget for the next fiscal year. The $45.7 billion budget includes pay raises for teachers, firefighters, and police officers. The new fiscal year begins on July 1st. Lafayette fire crews were called to the scene of a blaze at the St. Francis Motel on University. This was yesterday morning just before noon. Now, there were no injuries. The Lafayette Fire Department's investigative unit is still working on what caused the blaze. Andre Doucet of Doucet has been charged with the alleged theft of two cattle trailers. Now, it's believed the thefts took place at two St. Martin Parish truck stops. St. Martin Parish deputies are still investigating the incidents. La Festival de Mardi Gras at Lafayette continues at Cajun Field today. It'll be through Mardi Gras night. Tonight's big parade in Lafayette is Queen Evangeline's Parade. That parade will roll along the city's main parade route to Cajun Field. Things get kicked off at 6.30 for the parade. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. It's a pretty gray, but ultimately fairly quiet forecast out there today and really through the rest of the week. We've got a pretty stagnant pattern, which is going to see plenty of clouds getting into the area, and those are going to start streaming in as we get further into the day. Now, despite a lack of sunshine, strong winds from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour are going to bring in plenty of warmth. We'll see those highs up at about 76 degrees in the afternoon. Lows tonight going to be dropping down into the 60s. Now, we're upper 70s again for Mardi Gras Day. Probably about 79 degrees may even crack up into the low 80s. We'll go 10 to 20% rain chances here through the first half of the week. Nothing that will really get in the way of any kind of festivities. We stay that way for Ash Wednesday and beyond. In fact, temperatures going to average the low 80s throughout this work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 Bell. Life. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. And taking a look at what's happening with our traffic right now. Ambassador Caffrey at Bonan Road. Watch out there. That's Ambassador Bonan in uh, the Broussard area. Stalled vehicle northeast of Angeline Thruway East Willow. That's a stalled vehicle northeast of Angeline Thruway at Willow. And we do have a report. No, that one's gone now. The minute I started saying it and it disappeared. All right, coming up now on 743. We are the real thing. (laughs) Ask us our opinion and we will tell you. There you go. You might go off in a corner and cry after, but (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. No. Oh, did we say hi to Debster yet? No, she's listening to us. In Chesapeake, Virginia. Wow. You go, Deb. I kind of wish I was in Chesapeake. I know. It sounds like... um, it sounds like it'd be a fancy picnic, for Mm -hmm. example. Yeah. Like if we went to Chesapeake Mm -hmm. and said, oh... Let's take Taunty and Brandon and Hannah and the kids, uh-huh. and we'd have a picnic. It seems like it'd be more of a fancy picnic. It 
does. Sounds like it'd be delightful. Chesapeake has like a kind of a noble sound. Yes, yes. It's a, I think of filthy wealthy. There you go. <laughs> now, okay, am, am I wrong in assuming it seems like Chesapeake would definitely be on the water? Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking what? Che yeah, Chesapeake Bay. Okay. So there you go. I'm thinking um, cheddar biscuits, but ooh, all right. Mm. Cheddar biscuits. Okay, what rabbit hole are you taking us down? Now? I don't know, but it just like, it hit me in my brain all of a sudden. I don't know why I thought about that, but. Now, are you talking about those good. cheddar biscuits from, uh, oh, what was it? Um, Red Lobster? Yeah. Ooh. I saw the mix in a yes. store yesterday. Oh. I've actually bought it. Which reminds me. Okay. Okay, first mm -hmm. off, yeah, then, yeah. Are, are they good? Do they taste as good at home as they do at at yes. Red Lobster. Yes, they do. Okay. Yes. Um, At least I found they did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because uh -huh. mm -hmm. my husband would make a version of that. They yeah. were really good. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, he would actually put like extra cheddar mm. on the top of them. So you can never go wrong with extra cheese. No, right? Whether it's cheddar, whether it's queso. Whether it's Gouda. because Gouda. Gouda. Yes, yes. Oh, man. I... I just love cheese. Even <laughs> even like a lot of people don't care for blue cheese. Mm -hmm. Some people totally love it. I, I love it. Now, the super, super strength, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. really exceptionally stinky ones, <laughs> not my favorite. It was funny because uh, I've tried some. Well, my wife will make a, um, like she'll make, when she'll make nachos and she'll mm -hmm. use like the big cheddar cheese block. Yes. but she, And those are really good, but she also bought like, you know, I tasted the one she made over the weekend. I was like, this is really good. I was like, what you, what kind of cheese or whatever did you use? The queso, it's not the normal. And she's like, no, I bought some of the cheap stuff. That's how much I love cheese. The cheap stuff to me is great, too. I'm like, this is delicious. Like, cheese in all of its flavors. Cheese bagels. Oh, I love yes. a good cheese bagel. You know what? Oh. And Parmesan, man. Yes. I can put Parmesan on anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care. I will put it on my salad. Yeah, well, I don't that makes even sense. Care. Yeah. yeah, I don't even care what what what's in the salad. Okay, you know it could be like a Cobb salad. I'd be like, yeah, throw some Parmesan on. Do you that. like putting Parmesan on pizza? I love it. Okay. Oh, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. But I really will throw it spaghetti on any dish. Always on spaghetti. Uh huh. It is so good on asparagus. Yeah. Once you have steamed your asparagus, uh, I never tried that, but it uh, sounds good. Take your, once it's steamed in a broth-ish, okay. yeah. not too much broth because okay. you have to worry about the sodium, uh -huh. take it up and immediately plate it mm -hmm. from the strainer Okay. and dump Parmesan cheese on that. Mm. Ooh, I'm going to have to try that because I've, I've grown to really mm. like asparagus over the years. I know, and it's green and yeah. healthy. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Yes, thank you, thank you, Good thank job. you. Good job. So... Cheese does really have a way of making everything better. We <laughs> talked about sprinkling it on pasta, yeah. on salads. Yes. You want to put it, look, Sonic, <laughs> they have right now, let me let me pull up what it's called. Okay. Okay, they have this um it it, it it's like a cheese it's like a ch it's a um cheddar cheese. It's like a cheese sandwich but they put like meat in it and it's mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's so good. It's a um so okay. It's a grilled cheese. But it's a grilled cheese. Let me see. Like a, so it's like a patty melt. Uh, yes, it's the patty melt. With oh, like, here we go. The steak and bacon grilled cheese. That's what it's called. Oh, we okay. need that. Mm. It's so good. They have the original and the spicy. Ooh. And the spicy comes with a, with a spicy sauce with some jalapenos. Mm. So good. That is one of the best things that Sonic has ever made. That steak and bacon grilled cheese. Oh. It seems so light. Yes. Caloric. 
uh, heavily caloric, yes. clogging, yes. but you just don't care, right? I know, you don't care. And I did taste oh, amazing. Man. And they, they've, they've, mm. it's been on for a little while now. Yeah. And I would say every other time I go to Sonic, I get one. <laughs> and I go to Sonic okay, often. I was going to say, are y'all going to Sonic every day? No, but it's, you You'll know, love like, it though, huh? Well, the thing I like about it too is like, okay, so my kids eat a lot of the healthy stuff. Like they even eat, eat healthy snacks and they're really good. Like they're real tasty, healthy snacks. Yeah. But every now and then, like just a good little burger, they have their, their little junior cheeseburgers. Yeah. Micah tears that up. <laughs> he had like, he's he had definitely a, your child. He is. He had like a cheeseburger and a half the other day. <laughs> I was like, dude, like he he's just didn't want to stop. Yes. He's one. <laughs> he loves their Well, did you offer him a beer or what? <laughs> <laughs> I not I'm yet, telling Bernie, you, dude, not yet. That kid is going to go out and make you and Hannah a fortune. I uh, know. Yeah, I'm just else. telling you. Yeah. You know? He was he was a hit at, at, at the Youngsville Mardi Gras parade. <laughs> For the little bit of time we were there, yeah. man, he was a hit. He's Everybody cute. was loving him, wanting to come say, wanting to come see how he was enjoying himself. And he's just, when he gets in new environments, like when there's mm-hmm. a lot going on, he just likes to look around yeah. and just kind of take it all in. Then he starts grinning at people and telling them okay, hi. I was going to say, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy is such a player. <laughs> yeah, he, he figures out the circumstances uh-huh. for a while. Yes, he does. And then he does. He's like, hey, hey. baby. Oh, yeah. He flirts you with all the fine. women. <laughs> oh, yeah. He flirts with all the women. Oh, yeah. He's a little character. Dude, he is a total player. He is oh. a little character. So, yes. Oh. Um, But. I, I, with cheese, I just, you know, like, I love your, what you suggested there. That's something I want to try for sure. Uh-huh. Um, you know, putting it on the asparagus. You're going to like it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, again, you can never go wrong with, you know, putting cheese on pasta, especially penne. I think oh, it goes yeah. really well on penne. I would have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I bought the other day just for mm-hmm. fun to What's mix that? into a homemade tuna casserole? Ooh. I went there. Okay. Okay. Big old thing of egg noodles. Oh yeah. A whole stick of butter. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, couple of cans of the mushroom and garlic. Mm-hmm. A block of cheddar and a block of pepper jack, with a bunch of cans of tuna. Uh huh. And you're like Bernie, really? It was so good. Yes. So good. It was not my mom's. My mom never did all that mm-hmm. cheese. Right. She had a little bit of cheese in hers. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, what started out as was going to be a sort of healthy meal. Yeah, it, no, it quickly took a turn. <laughs> Two blocks of cheese, Good lady. Lord. What is right? So stick of butter. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. No. Um, but it was delish. Okay, now you know it's one of my favorite things to put cheese on? What? It's Spanish rice. Yes. Love putting queso cheese on Spanish rice. It's so good. I have never done that. I'm going to have to do that. It gives it a creamy taste. Uh Uh-huh. And, of course, the cheese flavor that goes into it, it's so good. Oh, man. Yeah. I like uh, the old, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, what's the... mm, Now, you're having the brain fart. I am. You know, the one cheese sticks, the... the Oh, yes. White cheese sticks mm -hmm. on the black beans. I oh, mozzarella. Oh, mozzarella. Yeah, yeah mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella, baby. Sonic just had a little special on that. Uh, I think it was on Friday. Uh, <laughs> the little mozzarella sticks for like a a dollar fifty. So good. <laughs> so good. I used to love mozzarella sticks as a kid. Dip them in that Parmesan sauce. Mm. Look, y'all. We're talking about food because Sorry. 
We were hearing commercials earlier, like the Prejean's commercial oh, that Dave was doing man. earlier, was just making us so hungry. It just it just forced our brains to go there. It did. We apologize for all the deliciousness. <laughs> we figure if we're going to sit here and be hungry, we're going to make you hungry as well. <laughs> we're so As terrible. you're sitting in traffic waiting to get to wherever you've got to go. awful people. Yes. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and take this break. When yes, we come sir. back, we'll find something else to talk about besides food. Although, who knows? We might find a way, our way back to it. We'll see. It, it is my one love. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report, brought to you by Paul's Jewelry, Acadiana's trusted family jeweler for over 65 years. Radio. So uh, just getting a story in, uh, murder in Iberia Parish. And, you know, that reminds me of a story that came in uh, last week where you had a mom and her son that were uh, caught allegedly with uh, marijuana and a gun in a business parking lot uh, Mm -hmm. last week. And, And I say that because the chief came out at New Iberia Police and they're saying, look, we've had enough of this. You know, all this crime that's been happening. And, you know, for parents that are part of the problem and not a solution, zero tolerance. And, um, you know, then you see the story that comes in, a 19-year-old murder suspect. 19 years old. I I know that it's becoming commonplace now to see young Mm -hmm. people involved in these heavy crimes. Mm -hmm. But it still kind of hits a little bit that you could have these young kids making these life-altering mistakes and i mean they're they're you know it's not like just a mistake like oh it's made a mistake it's it's making a choice to make that mistake Mm -hmm. but just screwing up the rest of their lives you know what in israel isn't it in israel and several other uh, countries where you have mandatory a three-year mandatory military service now and you know some people have argued well don't make don't make young people go into the military because maybe they're not cut out for it Mm -hmm. but maybe you would be after you went in because if your own parents can't control you. Maybe other people can. Uh huh. You know, I don't know. I wonder, is that Israel? Um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah, according to law, Israeli citizens uh, obligated to enlist in the IDF are in national service. Uh, the length of mandatory service is 32 months for men and 24 months for women. So there I mean, you go. You know, give years, you yeah. some sort of base of, you know, maybe you've never gotten any kind of anything at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know. We don't know about this situation. Right. Obviously, I'm just talking about this last year and we've seen nothing yeah. but 15 to 19 year olds shooting at each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's this is not L.A., man. Mm-hmm. It's it, But they're playing like it is. Right. You know, over the drug trade and whatever. And it's stupid. It is. It's very stupid. So uh, I know Bernie's working on that story, mm-hmm. uh, getting that up on the website. Um, if you can share that and, you know, whether you know the person, but... But sharing it, it could go to someone who does know where that person may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting Helping police to be able to bring that uh, shooting suspect uh, into custody um, could be very huge oh, absolutely. in that case, obviously. Yeah. So um, just crazy, you know, I really feel for the people uh, in Iberia, Paris, that are having to deal with uh, a lot of this crime that's going on right mm-hmm. now. Um, such a tall order mm-hmm. uh, to be able to have to, uh, you know, for, for the police and for the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God they, you know, put back the police department there. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember when they had 
consolidated or, or it took yeah. away the police department. You just had the yeah. sheriffs. They consolidated. Yeah. But and then, then there just, weren't as many people yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes something look good look, will look good on paper. Mm-hmm. But when you put it into practice, it's maybe not as great. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So such a tall order for uh, for that area right now, just mm-hmm. having to deal with all the crime that they're having to deal with. And, and it's a shame because there really are some great people Absolutely. in New Iberia and Iberia Parish, some great business owners, mm-hmm. some great citizens who just want to live lives. Yeah. They want to live their life in mm-hmm. peace. Yep. And you got these people that are just doing horrible things. And yep. um, it's just, it's really a shame. So, um, all right. So wanted to put that out there. Uh, also, uh, today is President's Day, and so we will have some President's Day trivia coming up in the 8 o'clock All hour. All right. Uh, Cartridge Road trivia, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got another great interview lined up for you in the 8 o'clock hour as well. So very much looking forward to that. We're going to talk about this tipping culture mm-hmm. that we're in right now. So, All right, 7.58 here at KPL. we got to look at national news on the way. Patty in the Park, 2023, Friday, March 17th. Park International, downtown Lafayette, presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Gates open at 5.30, music starts at 6, with Jamie Bajron and the Kicking Cajuns, Rouge Crew, DJ Digital. And then it's time to stand up and get crunk with the Yin Yang Twins. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago. Tickets on sale now at eventbrite.com and at all Legends locations. $20 in advance, $25 day of. The Patty Party rolls all night long with the official after Patty Party on the patio at Legends and Marley's. Patty in the Park, March 17th at Park International. Presented by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Featuring Jamie Bajeron, Bruce Crew, DJ Digital, and the Yin Yang Twins. Get your tickets now. News Talk 96.5 KPL Burbridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Online at Matthew-James.com. This is a Fox News alert. President Biden goes to Ukraine making a surprise visit. I'm Dave Anthony. Kiev stands and Ukraine stands. Democracy stands. The president in Kiev just days before we mark one year since Russian leader Vladimir Putin launched an invasion. He thought he could outlast us. I don't think he's thinking that right now. The president has since left Kiev to return to Poland, where he was scheduled to fly to tonight. But he quietly went yesterday. Fox's Peter Ducey's in Warsaw. Unlike past presidential visits to war zones, Iraq and Afghanistan and Ukraine, the U.S. does not have a military presence. So it had to be a big secret. And air raid sirens were blaring while President Biden and President Zelensky were walking the streets of Kiev. This secret trip included a long train ride from Poland into Ukraine, according to the New York Times. And the president brought with him a big check, half a billion dollars worth of taxpayer funded gear. Artillery ammunition for HIMARS and howitzers. More javelins, anti-armor systems, air surveillance radars to help protect Ukrainian people. And while most Republicans support the aid the U.S. is giving Ukraine, one GOP governor considered a possible Biden challenger in the 2024 presidential race is not impressed by the Biden trip. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis tells Fox. I think I and many Americans are thinking to ourselves, okay, he's very concerned about those borders halfway around the world. He's not done anything to secure our own border here at home. Referencing a record surge of illegal immigration, North Korea tested 
West fired two more missiles today, protesting a new round of U.S. and South Korean military drills. Gunfire during a Mardi Gras parade late last night in New Orleans. One person was killed, a young girl, and three others injured. We really wanted this to be a safe Mardi Gras, and we continue to work towards that end. Chief Deputy Hans Gontier says a suspect is in custody. America's listening to Fox News. <laughs> My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure for max strength daytime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. Dayquil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure. The daytime, non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. They do not care if the value of your retirement is sacrificed. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Again, our top Fox News story, President Biden went to Ukraine, making a surprise visit to Kyiv, meeting with President Zelensky, pledging more American support to Ukraine, fending off Russia's invasion. The president has since left Kyiv, headed to Poland. It is President's Day, a federal holiday that started as a tribute to our first president, George Washington. Our 39th president is preparing for his final days. Jimmy Carter now getting hospice care at home. Information coming out of the Carter Center, the Atlanta-based international nonprofit that the former president founded in 1982. That nonprofit saying that he has chosen to spend the rest of his time at home with his family, receiving hospice care in home. This comes after a series of short hospital stays, according to the nonprofit which adds he has the full support of his family and his medical team. Fox's Jonathan Sari, Carter's 98, our oldest ex-president ever, and his 42 years living after leaving office is also a record. As more Americans travel again with less COVID concern later in the pandemic, a record was set at airports last year. The Transportation Security Administration says 6,542 guns were intercepted last year at airport checkpoints across the country. It's about 18 per day at an all-time high. With the exception of the 2020 pandemic disruption, the number of weapons intercepted at U.S. airports has climbed every year since 2010. The TSA says the top 10 list of airports for gun interceptions includes Dallas, Austin, and Houston in Texas, three airports in Florida, Nashville, Phoenix, and Denver. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. There were two records in sports. Jason Tatum scored 55 points, an NBA All-Star game all-time high, leading Team Giannis past Team LeBron. In NASCAR, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the longest Daytona 500 ever, 212 laps on Fox, extended by late crashes. We were out of fuel, so the fuel light was going crazy. But, man, I hope you all had fun. That was a heck of a race. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. State police say two people died in a single vehicle crash in St. Martin Parish. This was on Highway 328. Christopher Thibodeau and his nephew Carter Potts, both from Brobridge, were killed in the crash. The incident is still under investigation. Jerome Bernard of Lafayette is facing multiple charges following a standoff with police 
at an apartment on Westwood Drive over the weekend. Bernard is alleged to have held a female victim against her will, then barricaded himself inside the apartment when police got there. The incident ended peacefully after several hours. Lafayette fire crews were called to the scene of a blaze at the St. Francis Motel on University. This was yesterday morning just before noon. Now, there were no injuries. The Lafayette Fire Department's investigative unit is still working on what caused the blaze. Andre Doucet of Doucet has been charged with the alleged theft of two cattle trailers. Now, it's believed the thefts took place at two St. Martin Parish truck stops. St. Martin Parish deputies are still investigating the incidents. La Festival de Mardi Gras at Lafayette continues at Cajun Field today. It'll be through Mardi Gras night. Tonight's big parade in Lafayette is Queen Evangeline's Parade. That parade will roll along the city's main parade route to Cajun Field. Things get kicked off at 6.30 for the parade. Governor Edwards is proposing $2,000 increases for teachers and $1,000 for support staff in the upcoming legislative session. But he wants to give them even more if the Revenue Estimating Conference finds a surplus. Legislative Director for the Louisiana Federation of Teachers, Cynthia Posey, says the Revenue Estimating Conference will meet in May. That's when the additional 1000 for teachers and 500 for support staff would be added. Unfortunately, we kind of had this scenario last session, and the legislature did not add the additional increases in. Now, many lawmakers said they voted against it because they feared the raise would not be substantial. Posey says for teacher retention and staff as well, it's vital that lawmakers invest in education so students have qualified and quality educators. Most people don't realize it, but we are at such a crisis for having just teachers, not necessarily certified teachers in the classroom. We actually have janitors that are covering classes now. The legislature has passed pay increases for teachers and staff over the last three years, but Posey said, sadly, those raises are not going to take home pay. It goes towards increased health insurance premiums. And she says each year lawmakers require more of teachers with new programs and reporting, but they're not rewarded salary-wise. I just think we need to take a long, hard look at what, we, what we're asking of our, uh, our educators. Well, for the first time in more than a decade, the Louisiana Legislative Women's Caucus held a weekend retreat. Baton Rouge Senator Regina Barrow says it was an opportunity for them to discuss issues that they want to address in the upcoming session. Among the topics is the lack of beds for pregnant women who have addiction issues. That was a very good conversation, something that we were unaware of in terms of the lack of availability and accessibility for women who have children already. Barrow says they also discussed the impact of fentanyl on the state and ways to leverage resources for more women to get treatment. Another topic they discussed was cybersecurity and children and how the problem has grown since the pandemic. Barrow says they learned about how children are groomed online and human trafficking. Certainly that is definitely one of the arenas of how it's happening and it is very scary. Now, the caucus retreat also allowed lawmakers from both sides of the aisle to work collaboratively in the upcoming session. Barrow says she's very optimistic about this session. I think you're going to see a lot of more bipartisan bills coming forward in the future. But I'm excited about these first steps that we are making, and they are substantial steps that I think are going to be game changers for women and children. LSU Ag Center Health Educators 
say sitting for long periods of time can contribute to heart disease and long-term health problems. Ag Center nutrition specialist Elizabeth Golub says the more you sit, the less likely you are to increase your life expectancy. People sit a lot. If you don't interrupt that sitting, really causes problems, cardiovascular health problems. So sitting too much without interruption can really give you poor health outcomes. And even those who exercise and become idle afterward are not better off than those who don't work out. It's the sitting without interruption that's really the cause for alarm. It would be great if people got up or at least once an hour. It's much better for your circulation. And a few simple alterations can improve a sedentary lifestyle. Golub recommends standing during online meetings. And if you're corresponding with someone in your office, walk over to them instead of sending that email. I like the idea of drinking more water because it helps, you know, to hydrate you. It's also a great idea to make your surroundings a little less convenient. And a height-adjustable desk or work table is, is really helpful also. She says just move around more during your work hours to improve your circulation and overall health. A project to build a proposed new privately funded toll bridge across the Red River connecting Caddo and Bossier parishes is moving forward with permit approval. Attorney William Bradford speaking for the Alabama-based infrastructure company, Tim James. He says they have already secured cooperative endeavor agreements with officials in both parishes. And the next step is approvals and permits from the Coast Guard and the Army Corps of Engineers. During that process, we will lay out routes, we will lay out uh, route alternatives, and we will begin doing environmental assessments. Bradford says commerce is growing fast in Southern Caddo and Bossier parishes, and the bridge will provide a quick connect for all of those options. We believe that it will improve traffic flow. We believe that it will uh, improve connectivity and allow for shorter headways between our port, which is south on Highway 1, South Caddo Parish. And that's a look at your news. Pretty gray, but ultimately fairly quiet forecast out there today and really through the rest of the week. We've got a pretty stagnant pattern, which is going to see plenty of clouds getting into the area. And those are going to start streaming in as we get further into the day. Now, despite lack of sunshine, strong winds from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour are going to bring in plenty of warmth. We'll see those highs up at about 76 degrees in the afternoon. Lows tonight going to be dropping down into the 60s. Now, we're upper 70s again for Mardi Gras Day, probably about 79 degrees may even crack up into the low 80s we'll go 10 to 20 percent rain chances here through the first half of the week nothing that will really get in the way of any kind of festivities we stay that way for ash wednesday and beyond in fact temperatures going to average the low 80s throughout this work week from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 kpel news talk 96.5 kpel right now traffic Double checking what's happening in our traffic. All right, we have a fender bender ambassador at Bonaire. That's ambassador at Bonaire. Happened at around 735-ish. 
We've got a fender bender. This is Northeast Evangeline Thruway between Tissington and Bellot. It's Northeast Evangeline Thruway between Tissington and 9895. And welcome into hour number three of Acadiana's Morning News. The Killer Bees here with you, Brandon Como and Bernadette Lee. Buzz, as, buzz. Yes. One one buzz for Brandon, one buzz for me. There you go. There you um, go. So, all right. So, happy Lundy Graw. Uh, hopefully, you have a good day today. We've got the Queens Parade coming up uh, later uh, tonight. I, you know, it's kind of good that Monday is light on the parade schedule mm-hmm. because of all the parades that happened <laughs> over the weekend. Uh-huh. I I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you have one in Lafayette to go to, and it's really super long. Uh huh. So you get to enjoy so much, right? And it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. Yeah. Mardi Gras weekend is exhausting. It is. It is. <laughs> it's very tiring. But then you kind of get a little bit of a rest on Monday. You can go to the Queen's Parade, which is one of those great traditional parades we have. Mm-hmm. But you get kind of all day to rest leading up to it, if you take off work, if you will. Right, And right. then And then tomorrow, the big finale. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but, I, but I, I'll, I'll say this, though, Bernie, like the variety of parades that we have in this area. Yeah. You know, whether you're talking about in Lafayette or you're talking about the surrounding areas, it's really cool as you've seen some of the new parades that have come in, you know, like mm-hmm. the Crew de Canai. Mm, um, I love that. Yeah. It's it's really cool to see that there's such variety in this area for people to go to, and they make that parade their own. Yes. You know? I love that. Yeah. I think they're just, you know, it's good. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, younger folks, you know, and, and anytime you offer another situation where you've got a parade, mm-hmm. I am all on board. Yeah. I just think the bigger we make it, the better. Mm-hmm. Because, and we've also, with the festival mm-hmm. over at Cajun Field, you know, you got music and you got all those games and rides and stuff. Yeah. That's just another good aspect for everybody. It was, that was such a smart idea, putting that at the end of the parade route. Mm-hmm. Um, just adding to the family friendliness that Lafayette has to offer yep. with uh, all these parades and then people coming in from the surrounding areas and people in the surrounding areas having their own parades. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about some of the negative stuff coming out of New Orleans, right. but some of the cool stuff that's coming out as well. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video of the police officer um, flaunting his aerial skills? No, but <laughs> it, that sounds funny. Yeah, so, you know, if you go and you look at the website, You'll see it's it, you basically have an officer that is um, looking like he's doing like some kind of circus act uh, in in um, this big old like wheel that he's in. Um, and it's it's pretty hilarious. Uh, if you go and check it out at the KPL website, um, you can see just how cool uh, that officer was and being able to do that. It was, it was a, a portable fitness pole. Um, that was brought over. And so the officer just jumped in and did his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going there, Bernie. Well, I know I mean, it's... Come on. But, I mean, it's it's kind of like... That is also aerobatic and, and yeah. um, aerobic. Yes. You know, and performance. Um, gets up the cardio. Yeah. 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 So there's some great video um, on the website of uh, all of this. Uh-huh. Uh, you can go check it out. Um, Louisiana definitely knows how to party. All right, Indeed. so we're going to take this quick break. All right. We've got a great interview lined up for you. Mm-hmm. Talking about tipping culture. We'll be right back right after this. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. 
Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. Com. All right, is tipping getting out of control? Many consumers are saying yes. I would say yes as well. Ooh. So, okay. Yeah, so across the country, Bernie, there is a silent frustration brewing about an age-old practice that many say is getting out of hand, tipping. Uh, some people are you know, going on rants about it on social media. Some people, uh, it makes for a great conversation. And so we're going to bring in uh, image and etiquette specialist, author of the book, Do It Right. She's a speaker on personal branding and etiquette, Valerie Sokolowski. Valerie, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, this is such an interesting topic. I love yes. it. No, it's true. I mean, it's something that impacts all of us, you know, whether we go out uh, for something to eat or really it's becoming in some of the simplest uh, jobs that people perform, there's this expectation now to tip. Uh, we're just seeing it everywhere in, in, in everything that's being done. It's so true. I mean, <laughs> the plop the coffee down on the counter, and yep. there it is. That screen is is screening screen. The screen is screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, when did it start becoming kind of out of control? Oh my goodness! Uh, I think whoever designed those screens let's start. There. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's mm -hmm. becoming it's becoming a frustration instead of a nice to do. Mm -hmm. And that's really too bad. It's kind of lost its to your word etiquette. Mm -hmm. And now it's put in our face and people are getting, from my research, just frustrated. Yeah. Because it seems to be there for even just, as I said, putting a cup of coffee down on a counter. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you were talking about the screen and how that makes it easy for people to tip, but it's in your face all the time. I think a lot about the tip jars that you just see, like, mm -hmm. you know, at the Same end thing. of wherever yeah. you're at. And those tip jars just kind of making that it, it's implying you're supposed to be giving something more. But, you know, right now with inflation um, and when and everything going on, the rising prices of everything – if someone's not waiting on you to ask to be giving them a tip on top of the higher price that you're already paying for the product, that's really a lot to ask of the consumer. I think that's the main issue is that the consumer is having some struggles. Mm -hmm. We're in a heck of an economy and people have less budget for the most part. Mm -hmm. Now, if they go, if, if the customer is going into a nice restaurant, obviously they have the means right. to tip. Mm -hmm. And that's a different subject. But when something is, like I said, a coffee shop and it's just a cup of coffee mm -hmm. and they've got the screen and sometimes in one situation there is a shop here in my area where the screen is turned it's coffee and it's pastry but you don't have to get the pastry you get up to the counter maybe you just had coffee all right there's the screen screaming and <laughs> and a tip jar and so i asked the lady behind the counter i said uh how is this working for the customers are they are they putting both and she smiled you could tell that she was she was also kind of feeling the pressure there of the right. question. And she said, well, the tip jar is there because some people just have a dollar or so mm -hmm. and they just want to put it in the jar. Yeah. Um, mm. And then the other thing about it, too, is not only are tips being asked for more often, but that scale of how much you should tip or my, how much is recommended continues to slide upwards. Oof. Yes. <laughs> you don't see 15% anymore uh -uh. anywhere. No. No. 
So uh, in, in yeah. your area, where does it start? I think for us, yeah. it starts at 15. Yeah. Um, and Sometimes 18, though. Yeah. I'm yeah. seeing as low as yeah. it, the lowest being 18 on some of them. And I like, mm-hmm. I think the average person will max out at 25. Yeah. But then you have people like who were trying to make up for the COVID years. Mm-hmm. And so they would tip more. Um, but again, when I go up and you take my order for a pizza mm-hmm. and then you put that tip thing up there. Yeah. I'm like, hey, aren't they paying you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, a little bit. You're like, wait, why am I tipping you? This isn't like a waiter or waitress making yeah, a small not, minimum wage, less right. than minimum wage sal- uh, yeah. uh, wage. And they're not going to go back and yeah. forth and back and forth mm-hmm. and back and forth. Right, right. I mean, uh, it, that's frustrating. Yeah. Well, and you know what? It's on the manager. Let's just talk about the establishment. Mm-hmm. Why are they putting their people in that predicament? Yeah. Because they know they're not stupid. They know that the public is struggling right now more than a lot of years before. Mm-hmm. And they also know that causes frustration. Well, that's also causing the client not to come back to that coffee shop yes so it behooves and let's get just let's just get back to common sense mm-hmm. common sense owner of the establishment what is it that you want the customer to do well the answer is come back yeah, <laughs> yeah. then make things easy for them and make things gracious for them mm-hmm. but that's not always happening no it's not and um mm-hmm. It, it, people feeling that pressure then can say, well, I'm not going to come back here. Um, I'm going to decide to stay home because when you add the tipping and the tax on top of mm-hmm. the bill already, that can get really, really expensive. And when I think about, okay, if you're going to tip 30%, first off, if you want to tip 30% and that's your choice, man, that's great. But man, tipping 30% after you pay for the meal and the taxes First off, let me ask you this. Is it proper etiquette? Because I've always wondered this question. Um, should you tip before taxes or after taxes? Well, don't tip on the tax at all. Okay. So, yeah. And and you know what? Thank you for asking that. Mm-hmm. Because in restaurants and, and wherever, a lot of people don't realize. They just look at that bottom number yes. and they do the tip on that. No, mm-hmm. don't tip on the tax for heaven's sake. Okay, thank you. Because you know, because what I do notice is you may get the bill, and then when you and 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 it has the whole thing, the before tax, the tax, and then the after tax, and then when you pay it, and when you go to leave your tip afterwards, they only have the bottom line price there. So then you forgot what the original what the original bill was before tax. And I wonder if that's by design sometimes. <laughs> that's a little deceiving, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Write so, it down before yeah. you get your tax. <laughs> okay. So you say tip, don't tip on the tax, tip on the actual bill. Yeah, that's okay. right. And, and it's still for good service. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if someone, <laughs> I, I, I'm no different than anyone else. Mm-hmm. If the barista, let's just take that, because weight people are, are much more attuned to servicing you. Mm-hmm. But just going into a coffee shop, especially a chain shop, 
it would be nice if the establishment shared with the barista, you know what, if you hand the coffee to the person or give their name out, which a lot of them yell the name, and notice when they go to pick it up, somebody be there to simply say, thanks for coming, have a great day, enjoy the coffee. Mm Wow. Wow. But they're not trained to do that. Yeah. You get, in some cases, you get minimal service, but you're expected to give back a maximum tip. Well, and that's why I go to custom tip on the screen. If Mm -hmm. that's my only option, I'll go to custom tip, and then I'll do what I want to do. Well, let me ask you this. What's your scale for giving tips? So, for instance, for me, the standard is 16%. If I give 10%, that means the service was subpar, but I don't want to leave without giving a tip. 16% is standard. 20% is, okay, they did a really good job. What's your scale? Well, okay, I'm going to take a little different Uh um, tact on it, and that is I am grateful that I don't have to be behind that counter. Mm -hmm. And I know that we're all struggling in this economy. Mm -hmm. So... If I choose to at the moment, I will I will give the 20%. Okay. But often, here's the other thing I'll do. I'll have cash. Remember cash? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just hand it to mm-hmm. the person that serviced me and right. say, have a great day. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, would you say it's much better to give tips in cash than it is just attaching it onto a card? Well, um, if I were the barista, I would love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because then you're like, hey, that's a that's a quick, oh, boy, I can actually spend that, you know? I can actually, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie Sokolowski has been our guest this morning talking about tipping and how much uh, out of control it's getting. Valerie, thank you so much for uh, shedding some light on this topic. We really do appreciate it. Well, and can I mention, please, mm-hmm. yes, that um, I've got a vlog cast. That means it's on YouTube as well as uh, audio, mm-hmm. and it's called Doing It Right. Okay. And I only interview authentic people who have great stories of their success doing it right. So go to YouTube.com, Valerie and Company. All right. Okay. Valerie, we really appreciate your time. It was a great conversation. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great week. You too. You too. All right. I, look, Love it. A great conversation. I've always been meaning to mm-hmm. ask that question. Do you give mm-hmm. the tip on the mm-hmm. bill before or after taxes? Mm-hmm. I've done it most of the time after taxes. You know, and that's the thing. My parents always taught me it's before taxes. Okay. But often people will do what you do. Right. And part of that reason is sometimes you won't see the before. Yes. You know? Yes. Um. And it is a clever way. Mm-hmm. Now, having a child who is a server, uh-huh. I know he also works for his tips. Right. So he is tipped very well. Good for him. By 90% of the people that visit. Yeah. And for the other 10%, mm-hmm. they should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, can I say this, though? It's it, Oh, I they actually, got the money. Yeah, yeah, no. I enjoy giving a good tip. Me too. Because that means that I got great service. Yeah. Um, the great, like, okay, I'll come across good service often. Mm-hmm. I come across subpar service almost as often. I come across great service very seldom. Mm-hmm. So when I come across great service, I'm actually excited to give that tip. 
because it makes me feel like, hey, this is a person that is working hard and they care. Yeah. Like they want, you know, like, okay, like yesterday, um, you know, we went to Sushi Masa, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, And our waitress did a great job. She made me feel like she was happy that we were there. Yeah. And because of that, we gave her a good tip. And so, like, it, when 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 the waiter or waitress leaves you feeling, adds to your experience where not just the food is good, but the service makes you feel like you're welcome. Yeah. I enjoy giving people like that a good tip. Absolutely. The, I went to a restaurant that's relatively new. Um, I guess this was about three weeks or so ago. Mm-hmm. And the guy was so hilarious, entertaining, so nice to us, suggested some of his things that he enjoyed, mm-hmm. asked a little bit about our flavor palettes, et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I gave that guy a 35% tip. That's awesome. You know, he's like, hey, you came to our restaurant. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, you're a fellow human being. Let me treat you like that. There you go. Like he treated me like I was his auntie. You know, I'm like, you're so nice. I love that. And you know, it's my favorite too, is when you can ask the waiter or waitress mm-hmm. for a recommendation and they mm-hmm. can give you one. Yes. Um, it's amazing. Like I used to watch the show called Restaurant Impossible. It yeah. still airs. It's very popular still. And one of the biggest things that they found was that these struggling restaurants was that these waiters and waitresses couldn't give recommendations mm-hmm. and on, on what to eat. And there's a couple times where if we go to a restaurant, if it's a place that we don't go to often, yeah. or maybe there's like two or three items on the menu that I'm kind of like, okay, man, I can't make a decision. decision yeah. <laughs> When I can ask that waiter or waitress and say, hey, what do you recommend? And then they can either give a recommendation off of one of those or mm-hmm. say, hey, those two are good, but I would recommend this that this, you're not even that. looking at. Yeah. Uh, that is, I'm like, okay, they know their stuff. That's right. You know, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And, you know, not to get, you know, every waiter and waitress at your mm-hmm. establishment sauced or anything. Right. But you should definitely give them, you know, give them some rounds of cocktails so they know what to suggest. Yes. What pairs well with, you know. Well, and that was whatever. one of the things that they talked about on on the restaurant Impossible. Mm-hmm. There was one that that stuck out to me where, basically, you know, the the people that were working, you know, they they, they didn't have like a lot of money. They were young college kids right. or whatever, and they also didn't know the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't know how things tasted, and and the restaurant Impossible host, uh, Chef Robert Irvine, was like, mm-hmm. "Hey," to the owner, he's like you need to sample these uh, menu items to your people. Right. Let them get a taste of it because if they can get a taste of it, they can recommend, which makes them look better because they know what they're talking about. And it's going to, it's going to be better for your customers. It's going to give them something to, to look forward to. Amen to that. And man. so he was like, don't be cheap on that aspect. Cause that could pay dividends for you. Yes. So, absolutely. um, I, Anthony, uh, let's see, um, says the price of food is getting so high. It's getting harder to leave a decent tip. It's no, seventy five. No, to 80 no, no, no. Now listen, boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna tell I'm gonna school you right now. Okay. If you cannot afford the tip mm-hmm. for everything you're gonna purchase, you don't go to that restaurant. The tip is implied in your contract with that restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you that. I'm no, telling I know. him that. I know, I know. And I'm not trying to be mean to him. I know. But you know, people do that. That's uh-huh. an excuse. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, food prices are up. Right. But if you know you cannot afford to go to that restaurant. Then don't go is what you're saying. You can't, don't go. I I understand that. the people who work there are waiters and waitresses Mm -hmm. who are trying to make a living. Right. Like I said, with my son, Mm -hmm. when he sees people do this. Yeah. 
you can about imagine what he thinks in his mind the next time he sees him come in. There you go. He well, knows that yeah. all you care about is yourself. Yeah. But that that's not the contract. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to um mess over a nice way to say it. Yeah. Uh, the person that's serving you. Yeah. If they, especially if they're doing a good job. Yeah. Um, you can't afford to tip appropriately, then yeah. you can't afford to go to that restaurant. What would you say is the minimum? It depends on the on service. On good service. On good oh, service. On good service? Yeah. For me, yeah. 20%. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You know, so if your bill mm-hmm. is $150 before taxes, then mm-hmm. yeah, you need to give that server 30%. Mm-hmm. And I agree with the guy that food food costs are up. Yeah. But you can't tack that onto a server. Yeah. You know, and especially when these people really do give you great service. Right. And then you turn around and say, well, I didn't really have enough money for a tip. Mm-hmm. Well, you knew that going in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and every Facebook page mm-hmm. and website has menu prices. They do. You can look them up. You know, and I know it's too expensive. It mm-hmm. costs you to go out and have a sandwich and a beverage mm-hmm. is $35. Then you yeah. got a tip on top of that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But. Don't mess with the servers. Yeah, I mean, don't punish them for it. Yeah, especially when you want to go to that restaurant. Yeah. If you don't have the money, you got to go somewhere else. Yeah. So you've always tipped, been taught to tip before taxes. Correct. Yeah. But one mm. thing, one big thing I never knew until, I don't know, six or seven years ago, mm. that when you order something and you go to pick it up, uh-huh. you are also supposed to tip then. Which if you I go think, through a, not through a drive-through though, right? You mean like if no. you go and pick up, like you order ahead, mm, like say you, you order, yeah, you mm-hmm. order from a, a restaurant, yeah, and then you go and pick it up. Right, You're right. also supposed to tip then, oh, which okay. I never knew. Mm. I, I think that's dumb. Oh, I'd think, rather, okay, I was going to say, you know why? Right. Because is that person putting my stuff together? Yeah, or is somebody in the kitchen putting my stuff together? Yeah, because if I'm, you know, if you're just grabbing the bag yeah. from the back counter and you have not made my food. And you've not put my food together in the box, you yeah. know, in the kitchen. And you're not being waited on. Right. Yeah. I'm like. Mm-hmm. That's like going through a drive through hey, That's what Emily Post said. Uh, so I'm like, okay. I wish I'd have remembered to ask uh, Valerie that Miss Valerie. I, we, yeah. we can get her on another Went to day. get her on again. She was good. But yeah, I'll bite the bullet and I'll do it. Oh. I'm like. No, I'll be it. honest with you, Bernie. I don't tip on if I'm going to pick up mm. my own food. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not being waited on. I know. I remember one time, I mean, I, one time I went. And then instead of waiting, see, most of the time, mm-hmm. um, well, not most of the time, sometimes I won't wait outside in the parking lot because mm-hmm. especially like if it's raining, mm-hmm. I'll just go run inside and get the food from the front. Right. So that way they don't have to come running outside in the rain to come bring me you know, their food and get wet and all that stuff. You're nice to them. That's sweet. Well, but, but I don't, but I also don't think that that deserves a tip uh-huh. to them. Right, right. I you know understand what, what you're saying. I'm getting out and I handling totally that myself. I totally understand that, yeah. You know, I totally get that. It's like going through a drive-thru, except it's just well, not a drive-thru. Maybe there are some restaurant people listening right now, and they can explain to us what the thought process is. Okay. Because I'd rather tip the person in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking, but maybe the people who are behind the counter, maybe they do go in, mm-hmm. grab your pizza, yeah. or, you know, your pizza and your salads, mm-hmm. or... And your delicious fried Oreos and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Do they do that? Who does pack up the food? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that part. Yeah. I mean, because I've not, I've not been on that side. Yeah. And I haven't either. Mm -hmm. I haven't either. So 
Good questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to let us know, you want to give us a call, 232-1542, or if you want to talk to us in the uh, KPL News app, um, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. But All if right. you cannot afford the tip, mm-hmm. don't go to the restaurant. Yeah. You can, I mean, I mean again, you I, can always just pick up the food. Absolutely. You don't have to go to the and, restaurant. And the thing that, you know, what if that was your kid working for a living? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And and you go, and they give you great service, right? You're, but your daughter comes home and says, oh, you know, these people came. They ordered $150 worth of stuff. Yeah. And I got a $2 tip. Yeah. You would be amazed how many people in oh, our area do that, do that baloney. Man. Okay. That's rough. It's trashy. Yeah, that's rough. That's straight up trashy. All right. Phone lines are open. Let's go to them. Caller, you were on Acadiana's Morning News. Go ahead. Hey, so I've worked at two different restaurants. Okay. And uh, it's done differently sometimes for to-go orders. Okay. Um, one of them was Fizos and Crowley. Okay. They're awesome. Um, they have a hostess in the back. I call her a hostess. It's probably not what she is. She works the to-go window. Mm-hmm. And if you call in an order to pick up, they're paid a different amount than waitresses. So if you tip small percentages, it still does a little something for them, but they're getting paid at least a minimum wage, whereas your waitresses aren't trying to do that and expecting yeah. a large tip. Right. Somewhere like Waffle House, mm-hmm. where everyone's getting paid the same, but you know that they're in the back and they're the ones double-checking the to-go order and they're putting it in the bag and they're having to keep track of that bag, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but in a place like a house, you know, if you've ever walked in there after church on a Sunday, yeah. it's crazy. Um, keeping track of that, making sure it's staying relatively warm and knowing where that ticket is when you walk in, That's I would good tip stuff. them a little more. Yes. Hey, this was super yeah. awesome informative. Yeah. Very good I stuff. Love that. Yeah, it, it just depends on where you go. And like hostess, the people that actually seat you, for your tables, they get paid a different wage than a waitress. So for them to run to the back and grab the food and keep it in the front, I really won't tip a big percentage because, like you said, I'm not being waited on. Mm-hmm. But a different place, like where they're responsible for keeping track of it, finding what's going on, bagging it up, it's just knowing the restaurant. What a fascinating yeah. part of that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have a great day. Thank, Thank you. You too. too. Yeah. I have a whole different perspective on it now. Yeah. That's great. That's kinda, excellent. That kind of cleared some things up. Yeah. Completely. So, Good stuff for sure. and I hope I didn't hurt that other person's feelings. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I just have a kid. Well, but you see, I have it. a son that's a server. Yeah, you and know, he probably comes really, back dejected. Well, yeah, because he he's really good at what he does. Yeah, yeah. He's been in the business twenty years. Wow. And when people, you know, who come in and and don't tip, yeah, man, that's um, that's painful. Yeah. You know. A, yeah, a two dollar tip on something that's mm-hmm. rough. Yeah, that sounds rough. All right, we're going to go ahead and take this break. <laughs> when we come back, we will continue on with Canes Morning News. We've got some Cartridge Road trivia having to do with President's Day. Woo. So be ready, Bernie. Okay. Breaking news, traffic troubles as they happen, and your Acadiana forecast just one tap away on the free KPL News app. Download it today in the App Store and Google Play. Um. News Talk 96.5 KPL broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. State police say two people died in a single vehicle crash in St. Martin Parish. This was on Highway 328. 
Christopher Thibodeau and his nephew Carter Potts, both from Brobridge, were killed in the crash. The incident is still under investigation. Jerome Bernard of Lafayette is facing multiple charges following a standoff with police at an apartment on Westwood Drive over the weekend. Bernard is alleged to have held a female victim against her will, then barricaded himself inside the apartment when police got there. The incident ended peacefully after several hours. Governor Edwards has presented legislators his proposed budget for the next fiscal year. The $45.7 billion budget includes pay raises for teachers, firefighters, and police officers. The new fiscal year begins on July 1st. Lafayette fire crews were called to the scene of a blaze at the St. Francis Motel on University. This was yesterday morning just before noon. Now, there were no injuries. The Lafayette Fire Department's investigative unit is still working on what caused the blaze. Andre Doucet of Doucet has been charged with the alleged theft of two cattle trailers. Now, it's believed the thefts took place at two St. Martin Parish truck stops. St. Martin Parish deputies are still investigating the incidents. Le Festival de Mardi Gras at Lafayette continues at Cajun Field today. It'll be through Mardi Gras night. Tonight's big parade in Lafayette is Queen Evangeline's Parade. That parade will roll along the city's main parade route to Cajun Field. Things get kicked off at 6.30 for the parade. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. It's a pretty gray, but ultimately fairly quiet forecast out there today and really through the rest of the week. We've got a pretty stagnant pattern, which is going to see plenty of clouds getting into the area, and those are going to start streaming in as we get further into the day. Now, despite a lack of sunshine, strong winds from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour are going to bring in plenty of warmth. We'll see those highs up at about 76 degrees in the afternoon. Lows tonight going to be dropping down into the 60s. Now, we're upper 70s again for Mardi Gras Day, probably about 70 degrees may even crack up into the low 80s we'll go 10 to 20 percent rain chances here through the first half of the week nothing that will really get in the way of any kind of festivities we stay that way for ash wednesday and beyond in fact temperatures going to average the low 80s throughout this work week from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 kpal News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Northeast of Angeline, three-way at East Willow, a stalled vehicle. Don't forget, today. Today is an important day for the Sleep Number Special. Today, the President's Day Special, saving 50% on a Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. That sale is ending today. Plus, you can get free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Sleepnumber.com, but just get yourself over there today. Make it happen. They're right at the corner of Settlers Chase and Ambassador Caffrey. It is the most luxuriously comfortable bed that you will ever lie down in. I changed actually the settings after Friday night and that awesome Mardi Gras ball. I have that bed set on 20 right now. I need that bed to cuddle me. See, it's the beauty of a sleep number bed. You can have it on any number that you want. You can make it stay on that number and change it. Check out all the technology in the sleep number bed and a bed that has all the research to back up the fact that you're just going to sleep better and feel better when yes. you wake up in the morning. Speaking of President's Day. El President's, yes. Yes, it is time for some cartridge row trivia featuring the Presidents. Okay. All right. Who was the shortest president of all time? Here are your choices. Okay. 
Barack Obama, Benjamin Harrison, or James Madison? Mm, Harrison. No. Madison. Madison. Man. Five foot four. Oh. So there's a. That's hilariously cute. There's a presidential height tracker <laughs> um, that I'm on right now, and it's at POTUS.com. I love that. So let's go the opposite. Okay. Who is the tallest president of all time? Is it Donald J. Trump, Lyndon B. Johnson, or Abraham Lincoln? Lincoln. You got it. All right. Now, Lincoln. Only about a half inch taller than Lyndon B. Johnson, who came in second. Yeah, he was pretty tall. I didn't realize he was tall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Donald Trump is uh, 6'3", so he's about an inch shorter than Abraham Lincoln, who is wow. 6'4". So there you go. Jeez. All right, so getting off of the height, let's go to age. Okay. Who is the youngest president to have ever served? John was F. Kennedy. Oh. John F. Kennedy. Was it Barack Obama or was it Teddy Roosevelt? You can still go with your answer if you want. I'll go with my answer. All right. And you would be incorrect. Was it Barack? Nope. It was, it was Teddy. Teddy. It was Teddy. Wow. 42 years and 322 days oh, old cool. when he took office in September 14th, 1901. Sweet. So there you go. <laughs> That's about all the time we got for President's Day trivia. It was glorious. You did great, Bernie. In the meantime, until we get to talk to each other, can we try to love one another? Amen. Thousand. News Talk 96.5 KPL Burbridge Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Online at Matthew-James.com. He took a trip to Ukraine. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and President Biden took us all by surprise. Freedom is priceless. It's worth fighting for for as long as it takes. And standing next to Ukraine's president, he told Volodymyr Zelensky the U.S. will be there supporting him all the way to fend off Russia's invasion almost exactly a year ago, announcing more American military aid and... Later this week... We will announce additional sanctions against elites and companies that are trying to evade sanctions and backfill Russia's war machine. Fox's Steve Harrigan's in Kiev. People thought this might happen, that there was a chance they knew Biden was coming to Poland. But then when they shut the Internet down, when they kept people inside, closed all the windows and they saw the huge motorcade, it really became clear that this was a visit from the 80-year-old U.S. president in an active war zone, a war zone where the U.S. does not have troops on the ground or control of the air. That's for the president has since left to go to Poland as China's top diplomat goes to Russia. On the heels of that private meeting with Secretary of State Antony Blinken in Munich over the weekend. Now, Blinken says there is growing evidence to suggest that China is considering sending lethal aid to Russia. He says he warned his Chinese counterpart that there would be serious consequences. Uh, Fox's Aisha Hosni at the White House, angry over U.S. and South Korean war game drills. North Korea has test-fired two more missiles. Neighbor Japan wants the U.N. Security Council to meet as soon as possible. But even if it does meet, the council may not take action. Last year, China and Russia blocked a U.S.-led attempt to hit North Korea with more sanctions. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the day after shootings in Memphis, left one dead and ten wounded. Investigators say they've identified three people who are persons of interest in the shootings, which happened earlier. Early Sunday morning in two separate locations. This is Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. <laughs> My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. 
Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. They do not care if the value of your retirement is sacrificed. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. It's a pretty gray, but ultimately fairly quiet forecast out there today and really through the rest of the week. We've got a pretty stagnant pattern, which is going to see plenty of clouds getting into the area, and those are going to start streaming in as we get further into the day. Now, despite a lack of sunshine, strong winds from the south at 10 to 15 miles an hour are going to bring in plenty of warmth. We'll see those highs up at about 76 degrees in the afternoon. Lows tonight going to be dropping down into the 60s. Now, we're upper 70s again for Mardi Gras Day, probably about 70 79 degrees may even crack up into the low 80s. We'll go 10 to 20% rain chances here through the first half of the week. Nothing that will really get in the way of any kind of festivities. We stay that way for Ash Wednesday and beyond. In fact, temperatures going to average the low 80s throughout this work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC. Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.